Welcome to the podcast. We are the Air Source podcast. We are welcome to the Air Source podcast. We are the Air Source podcast, and we are going to get all the shit out of the way first. Wait, (laughs) before before we start that, did you ever watch Good Burger? That's something like the Good Burger introduction. Welcome to Good Burger. Welcome to Air Source, home of the Air Source. Can I take your ears, please? (laughs) Yes, yeah. So we're going to get all the shit out of the way today. Um, I think Matt wants to start and take it away. Did I? Okay. <laughs> All right. You, you did know, I? You know what? Did I? Now, um, Manny, can you go through the usual, please, for us? The usual? Am I a bartender, bud? Yeah, what, you the are. Usual? Give me my get, usual. Can I, get, can I get usual face? Yeah, <laughs> here's your cider. And make sure you put some know. sauce on that, too. Spin yeah, the spin those glasses just, up and down and shit. Uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and come back. You know, you have, have yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. As long as whatever's on your hand, you rub it in your face, mate. Do you like? <laughs> so long as you enjoy it, that's what I do. So, yeah. Should we start again? <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So, um, follow us Hi on guys, Instagram. Come source podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give, I don't know what Matt's only fan is, but for all you. Do you know, um, I'll, be, I'll be considering uh, making one in a kind of a life, but let me, let me. Yeah, I'm sure. So all you guys that frequent Soho, um, Matt's going to be uh, opening up his <laughs> own fans. See you guys. Wow. He's been my nah. only fan. Okay, cool. On, on that note, um, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Eersource underscore. Follow us on Twitter, Eersource underscore. And follow me, Manuxnae, on Twitter. Matt, uh, you can start off with me. your OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com forward slash I'm joking. Um, my Twitter is at Mr. Mr. Matty Lee and my um, Instagram is at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee. Follow me up and get the latest news, reviews, and nudes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Someone say a help. Ollie? <laughs> yeah, um, no nonsense. You can find me on Twitter at OCClark underscore 10. Where he does uh, tweet. I, don't know, I don't know what mess. Hey, I tweet, okay? You don't I even tweet. tweet. You, you, like... you, you tweeted for like a week and then you gave up. <laughs> I sent a tweet earlier today. No, you did not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on Twitter heavy today, so I know you're not even being on anyway. I've I've been I've been retweeting though. Alright, whatever, bro. Okay, let's 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 what about our first lady? What is she saying? Hello everybody. You can find me on Instagram at Morvia. That's M O R V I A underscore Lee. No relation no, no, to Matt. No, there's no underscore uh, There is. There's no underscore. Yes, there is. I swear, is there? How can you tell me what my Instagram is? It's oh, sorry, like sorry. Okay, sorry. Okay, cool. Your <laughs> Instagram's got underscore. Okay. Yes, Morvia underscore Lee. My Twitter, it's Morvia Morvia Lee. So that's just a full name. M O R V I A L E E. You're done now. 
Wow, that was a sensational delivery there. I must Bro, energy, Maybe energy. You, you delivered that better than Nicki Minaj would, but let me not digress. Let's not do that to the Queen. <laughs> I know I'm the first lady and everything, but let's not do that to the Queen. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So which is the first shitty project you want to get out of the way then? Young M.A. Young M.A. Are you saying that's oh. the worst project of the week? Um, let me just, that, yeah, I really struggled with that one. I'm not going to lie. I think we do need to do that, like best project or worst project of the week. Just to wrap it up. Maybe, maybe. But if we're starting off with Young Amaze as the worst project, then you know, let's 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 discuss it, shall we? Go on, say say your thoughts. Why why do you think it's the worst? Because it was the content was so basic. And maybe I missed it all. But the content for me was so basic, like every song was just sex, money, hoes, stealing girls and alcohol. I'm just like, okay. And I think for me, it's just dead. Like, what the heck? Like, just, it's dead. It was just dead. Like, it was just dead. But, but that might actually be the life that she lives. Yeah, but it's just, for me, it's dead. <laughs> like, I just think it's so basic. There wasn't, literally every single song I listened to was the same content, just with different words. So it's like, why did you have 12 songs saying the same thing? It's stupid. But I will say, um, my favourite song is Successful. I like the way the album opened up with that song. But everything else was shit. For me. But actually, to be fair, if you put that, played that stuff in the strip club, it could work. But that was it for me. I heard up, I heard up. Cool, cool, cool. Manny, Oli, any, any retort? Um, yeah, I'm kind of in agreement. Um, successful started off well and then it just got really repetitive and tiring um, Off the Yak is probably my favourite song there was about two songs that were decent that's successful Off the Yak I can't really say much about the album it's just a bunch of nothingness Like there's no content it's, it's just trash okay trash is a bit strong it's just not for me it's, it's not my bag yeah. Agreed. I think for me, um, I'm kind of disappointed in the young Ame. I think when she first hit the scene, she had like so much promise uh, with Ooh. Uh, that Ooh. song, that song still to this day is like one of the hardest um, out there. But, but, but what makes it hard, Manny? Because I feel like the content's actually the same. Yeah. <laughs> There's no good lyrics or anything. Literally, it's just a dope beat. And then she has a couple catchy lines. I think that's what it is. I think I think if her lyrics were quite basic but catchy in that in that ooh song, I think she's lost that catchiness and it's just basic lyrics, if that makes sense. Without I, like any I, sort of punchlines. I feel like she never had the catchiness. It was just a, a stroke of luck. No, kind of like, you see like Jay Corn and Tipsy. She said other songs that are good as well. What other songs does okay. she have that's good? She has plenty of other songs that are good, man. Don't take the piss. That, that's no, no. That's like catchy. like. Oh, yeah, that's a, a genuine question. I want to okay. know. What? Not actually catchy, okay. Um, Maybe not necessarily catchy, but okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. 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 I
<laughs> she don't play <really laughs> catchy music. She made one catchy song. But she makes. Yeah, good that's, music, that's what I'm saying. Not even, like, not even the catchy songs. Oh, yeah. Hot line. Yeah, I don't think she makes good music. I'm gonna disagree with you there, Matt. I don't think she does, and I think that's the main issue. I, I don't know. Maybe there's not that much like subject depth to her, like. But I'm, I remember she has like an interesting story, like her brother died, and like that's what inspired her. And on this, on this mixtape album, it's quite contradictionary as well. Like on one song, she's like, "Oh, I don't trust bitches. The only bitch I trust is my mama." And then, and then on the final song, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm having problems with my mama." So that's why I'm trusting all these bits. Like it's very contradictionary. So I don't, know, I don't know. It's, yeah, I think she's off the yak on this one. So. Oi. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Very uh, okay, I can review. I think that the album was actually or mixed up, whatever it is. I thought it was. I didn't think it was anything amazing. I thought it was kind of crazy that she had like a half an hour skit in there. I don't know what that was about, but um. Yeah, I just thought to myself that um, the songs are like, I think I said to Oli in the group today, I don't think that she is an album artist. I think she's an artist that when she makes a song that just, that would go off in the clubs, she needs to just release it as a single. There's no point in like, storing up these tracks and releasing it as a project. I don't know what benefit that brings to her because the album, as a, as a body of work, is not very good. But, Do you know what? Sorry, go, go, on. On. go on. What stresses me about this year is I love a female rapper and I'm always like behind the girls. Would you say and you're I a bit biased like, towards them usually? Yeah, we're well, not biased, but I love like he's girl- he's setting you up for the Nicki Minaj thing. No, I know that's what I was about to say. Not biased. <laughs> you were about to say yeah, then you changed. No, I, was, no, I said not biased, but I definitely will mm. go hard for them because they inspire me and they give me that energy, right? I'll be honest, so, I I I I get hard for these as well, so I get what you're saying. But my point is, is that there are a lot of them are trash. Yeah, but also. But Young and May, that's not the point that I'm trying to make, by the way. What I'm trying to say is, like, I didn't even get that energy, like... And it's not because, obviously, our sexual orientation's different, because who cares? But if it was just, like, just a girl going hard, like, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, she just wasn't even hard. Like, it just wasn't hard. Like, there was nothing that I was like, ooh, okay, like... Yeah, yeah the flow was sick. Oh, yeah. What? I didn't see that coming. You just wanted like, to say, ooh. But she never gave me the opportunity to say that. Is that what yeah, it is? Like, yeah, there was nothing, like, exciting about this for me, personally. Yeah, like, even when... There was a track where she was collaborating... Or feet had a track with Ruby Rose. And I kind of feel like Ruby Rose oh, washed her. Yeah. What? Yeah. Ruby Rose can't map at all. I don't make Ruby Rose. You've actually watched her on that one. Nah, uh, I think that she watched her because you fancy her and Young and May's not pretty. I don't I know, know what Ruby Rose did you, did looks you... like. Google it, please. You've seen her before. You've seen her in the... Um... Are we talking about... Are we idolising women at the moment? Oh, are, women, women? are women not there to be idolised? Uh, 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 I wasn't. Okay. If you had a choice between if you had a choice between Ruby Rose or Ruby uh, May, what would it be? Um I'm gonna skip this question. Alright, <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Anyway, like I say, so so I'm not like I'm not I hear what you're saying, um, Morba. And for me, with, with it, I just feel like Young Me is someone that is like can make hits like more designed for club settings, and 
she's not the only person like that. I feel like um, Lil Yachty's the same. I don't want to hear albums from him. Um, even some like if we talk about the UK, someone like Lethal B. I don't want to hear a Lethal B album, but he makes an odd track that's a banger and it'll go off in it. So yeah, maybe they should just change the way they release music and just leave it as that. Really. But also, maybe she's just catering to her audience, and we just happen not to be her audience because well, she's yeah. a New York rapper, right? She's a New York rapper, but then there's plenty of New York rappers that are actually like proper lyrical and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm just thinking this is very like. I I do think that she definitely is talking about her life though when she raps. I think that all she does is get money, have sex with women, and and do drink drugs alcohol. and drink yak. Yeah. Like, really, like, really does seem like what she does. I don't follow her on Instagram or anything, but she's always in the blogs with a different woman at a different party. So, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a one for me. <laughs> a one? Ah, oh, okay. What are you saying, Oli? Um, I'm going to give it a two. Manny? I'm going to give it a one, so... Uh, I'm going to give it a two. I thought it was a two, so um, yeah, I guess that makes it a two overall. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Oli, Manny, what's next? Was, I think we should save Queen Nigel for last, so because yeah. I thought that was really lovely. Um, let's go to YG's project. That's, that's, that's no, already, no, no, not YG because YG was like good for me so next I'm saying YG as well I'm saying YG one second one second one second are you going to say currency yeah uh, no let's, uh, let's run with that one let's run with currency okay cool um, currency released project uh, Covert Covert oh, Coop um, I think it was a collaboration with Alchemist the legendary producer mm-hmm. Um yeah, it was it's sonically sound lo-fi hip hop. Um yeah, lyrically currency is talented. Yeah. It was good. It was good hip hop. Do you know what I mean? I don't, like I'm not gonna lie, I've already said on the pod that I'm not the biggest like currency fan, but I can under, understand why you guys appreciate him loads. Um, and I enjoyed the beat selection, and yeah, that that's where I got to. Um, what, that? what song do I like? I liked the Smoke Desert track, which is Life Instructions. Um, I also like 007. I thought that was a good song as well. Yeah, it was a it was a decent album. Ollie, I know you love this kind of music. What did you think? Yeah, man, I, I like this. Anytime you put currency with a good producer, it's like a recipe for success. And I thought this was really good. Um, it wasn't anything I didn't like about the album. It flowed well. The beats were great. Currency done what he does best. Um, it was good. I can't I can't really say anything bad about it. But at the same time, there's nothing that stands out as amazing. It's just if you like currency, you're not going to be disappointed. Um, I'd say my favourite track is Scotty Pippins. Ventilation was good as well. In fact, from Scotty Pippins up until the finish, it's, I'm not going to say flawless, but it's a great run. Like, it's really good. I enjoyed this a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. 
so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear what's next. Lo fi oh, hip hop is not my bag. Like, it is not. Mm-mm-mm. So. It was a struggle for me to listen to because I just feel like I just I was thinking, ah, what is this? Am I in the eighties? Like, ah, what is this? Like, there's no sun outside. There's like nothing to even give me the vibe to enjoy this. I heard um, but it's not because I didn't like the music. It's just I don't like the genre, right? Um, so it was a struggle for me to listen to. But I will say, I could understand if you like the genre why you'd think this was flawless because it the quality of it sounded good i just couldn't listen to it does that make sense i think you kind of have to be like like this is kind of something like it's kind of an acquired taste so yeah. when i first started listening to currency i was like ah, oh, it's cool but it feels a bit lazy and kind of puts you in the downer but then the more you listen to like that sort of rap the more you begin to appreciate it and then you realize that you can play it in quite a lot of settings mm-hmm. and i don't know just like it mellows me out makes me feel good I, I like it. It's, I, it's... I, I can see why people would like it, though. Like, just a nice little barbecue with a little rap in the background. You know, I can see why people would like that. But for me, I've, it was a struggle. I always say, right, that these American artists don't take into account that in London it's cold and wet when they're releasing their projects. Because, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you just said, barbecue settings, outside sunshine. Even if you're just cruising, like, in the evening with, the, like, the windows down in the summer, like, that's a, that's a sort of vibe, in it? But... So we're doing Cali or wherever, like it might always be like that, but over here it's not. But like, I, t- I totally get what you're saying. I, I hear both points. I, I think my review is more or less the same as Ollie's. So from a certain point, the album just takes off. I think it's a bit earlier for me though. I think it was um, Life Instructions of Smoke Dizzle. I think that's where I really started to like it. That's like from track four onwards, out of ten. So six tracks or what just fire. But um, before that, it was a really slow start. And I was, about to say, I was thinking to myself, this could be like the first currency project in about five years that I've like not enjoyed. But now he, he, he picked up the standard, he picked up the levels. And yeah, Freddie Gibbs' verse on Scotty Pippins is excellent. Freddie Gibbs is just like an excellent apple full stop, so to be expected. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's what I think. That's what I that's what I feel. Great. So we've got scores time. I I'll kick it off. I think it was a three years. Ooh, I was gonna. I'm gonna say four. I'm, I'm gonna give it a four, like a low four. I'm gonna give it a two point five, just because <laughs> I have respect for the genre. There's, there's, there's no half marks. There's no half stepping. You gotta go all there. in. The two. Yeah, I struggled a lot. I hate um, you. That. I'm gonna give it a three. Today. Why? Is yeah. That? I just feel like it was a, <laughs> a good question. I just feel like it wasn't. It, it, it had a legendary producer. It had um, an excellent rapper, but again, I just, maybe it's. I think it's just down to personal taste. This wasn't like for me. I'm not gonna lie. So it's a free. Benny the Butcher? Um, hold on, did anyone pick a favourite track? For that one? Yeah, mine's Scotty Pippins. Oh, same here. I'll take it that more I'm going to go Scotty Pippins. You don't even have mm-hmm. one, do you? You're just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Manny? 
And my one is going to be uh, 007. Oh, yeah, you just say that. You just say that. All right, cool. Um, okay, Benny. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, we're just rattling through these albums. Let's let's get some news in here. What what news have you got? First and foremost, R.P. Uh, George Floyd um, on the anniversary of his death. Um, yeah, for us, a, a death that has changed the world. Also, sending love and light um, to the black activists that got shot in the head. Sasha Johnson. Sasha Johnson. Thank you. Yeah, sending love and light and healing to to the family. Um, Outside of that, Safari and Erica Mena. Divorced. I don't know the details, Matt. You're into the into the gossip. Oh my god! Why, why would you make it out like I'm some sort of what, Mr. Shadebarra? <laughs> Mr. Shadebarra. Okay, I follow them. You all follow them. Follow the Shadebarra. So like, it is what it is, isn't it? Anyway, all I can say is, yeah, Erica Mann has been with so many different men that this is coming. Like, she just the whole thing of her is that she has huh? to be in a relationship to stay relevant. That's what it is, right? So this is always going to happen. I'm surprised they actually got married. But when you find out how much they got paid for the wedding ceremony, it made complete sense. And they're probably going to get paid to tell their story about their divorce as well. They're going to have the kid. They're going to keep um, doing their kid wear stuff and whatever through that. It's all a business to them. So, yeah, I don't think they were ever actually feeling each other more than a business arrangement, to be honest. But, I don't yeah. agree with that. You think they were actually in love? I do feel like there was more to it than just a business relationship. I, f- I feel yeah. like I feel like I can't I can't imagine. Like I, obviously, maybe my way of thinking about things is differently, but I can't imagine ever dating someone like Erica Mena who has had so many high profile relationships with people, and then they fail. Like it's just obvious. What's the happen. connection, though? The connection, may, maybe. It's not that like, it's it's because you went with me and I was a special one, right? I'm I'm the one. No, that... maybe it's the energy is like fire. Like every guy's attracted to her energy, attracted to her. Oh, she's I... she is fire. Look at her, man. She's amazing. Like I would absolutely like want to spend time with her. It's not going to marry her. <laughs> it's just long. Apparently, but then reading up on this, right? And just went running out of live on the show. Um. <laughs> She's filed divorce after Safari was dirty dancing with a fan. So maybe Safari been cheating because he's yeah. Jamaican and men love to cheat. For, for men dirty love to dancing with a fan. That is probably what I he does every that. single day of his life. He, he doesn't have a real does. job. Like Safari That's the point for making. That's what he does. All you, all you see from Safari is every time he goes and busts a different skank in a different place. That's all he does. Yeah, man. but maybe he's been cheating left, right, and centre. And this one was the like final one. What are you doing, grand on women? Next thing you know, you're going to offer a pant again. Like, what do you mean? That is what he does, though. That's my point I'm making to you. Okay, not the cheating bit, but the doesn't, dancing. It doesn't make it right, then, huh? Exactly. The, the dancing the marriage. bit, though. Honor the marriage. Come on, man. Okay, okay, okay. So, Honor the union. Just to, just to so... be clear, right? You're dating a guy, right? That you know all he does is just do the maddest dancing with whoever's available to him, right? And when he was that's, single. That's all he's ever done. That's all he's ever shown you. And then you're going to get upset when he does it again, when he's married. Like, that makes no sense. Just don't get married to the person. Same way, like I said, Erica Manor, all she does is get dating these high-profile men and then and then break up with them. And, that's, and then you hear all the stories about what happened. You've got to expect it to happen again. It's like, 
you know, but it's... it sounds like you don't give people grace and people yeah. chances. It sounds like you're very like yeah. people can't change. No, yeah. people don't change. Tigers don't change their stripes or whatever. It is. Leopards don't. But then, equally, she's asking for divorce for something he's done. It's not something. It's not she, like she was just trying to wait yeah. to find something. Is she gonna go? No, anyway, go, I was gonna, gonna say. On some They're TV show, VH1. They love were in love. Hip-hop. Like, love and hip-hop, you could tell, oh like, God, some scripted. of the... I know it's reality TV, guys, I know, but I feel like some of the situations, he was clearly back in Erica because he was with her, like, he liked her. And like, I could... she was probably feeling him because he was delivering probably some mad cocky, in it? But my point is, it doesn't take away the fact that it's bullshit. <laughs> You're just trash. I can't even cope. Like, give people a chance in life. What the heck? <laughs> nah. Well, okay. Um, aside from Erica Mena, what else has been happening in the T.I. Sun? Oh, yeah, gangster. Gangster, gangster, just like a daddy. Do you want to give us the context? Okay, so I'll give you the context, right? But to take to give you the context, I've got to take it way back, way back in time, right? So basically, anyone that who's not familiar with Ti, right? Um, <laughs> what am I gonna say? Also funny. Are you are you gonna talk about a certain incident with a chair? I wasn't, you know, but I'm going oh. to now. I'm going to now. First of all, I'm gonna say about your size because he's quite short. He's like, what, oh, five, God, that's five... a whole problem in itself. You know, short man syndrome. <laughs> I think it's called um, Napoleon complex. Napoleon like complex, that. yeah. But he's like, I think, I think that. Let me Google this quickly, right? But I'm thinking that he has like. Five, oh, sorry, seven. is that the official name for short man syndrome? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I think he's a uh, five three. Oh my gosh, that so means one, that's Napoleon syndrome at the highest. That's what you done there. <laughs> Acute Napoleon syndrome. He's. The same height as me. <laughs> five, no, 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 no. He's he's five foot six or five foot seven. That's Wait, so who's yeah. five three? Is that Kevin Hart? That's that's Tory Lanez. Just came up as five foot oh. three in his mug shots. Anyway, so he's like five foot seven. So that's short for a guy, right? Five foot six, five foot seven. That's short for a guy. Bitty, bitty. But he's always been someone that's he's basically like seen as he has to always back himself in situations. And I can imagine if you're the smallest one in the group. Quite often, you'll be the one that's taken out first, right? So people will step to you. So in all of his music, he's always said how he has to back himself and it's got to be a king of oneself and all that sort of stuff. And I've always thought to myself, I rate that stuff because even when even outside of music, he's done things that makes me believe what he's saying. So, for example, if you remember the Floyd Mayweather incident a few years back when he thought that um, his wife was falling around with Floyd Mayweather, he ran up on Floyd Mayweather in front of Floyd's whole entourage and banged him in the face. And I thought to myself, that's brave, you know, to actually run up on a boxer and bang the boxer in the face. Like, that's that's just different. But he did it. And he got away without actually taking any licks either. So that's, like, again, special. So now we take it to 2021 with his son. His son's short as well. He's like, he looks like he's even shorter than his dad. And some, it's like some grown-ass man tried to step to him. I don't know where they were. I don't know if it's like outside of his school or some other place. But anyway, like, where it was like, are you from here? Like, do you know? Do you know who I am? Whatever. He was talking, and most of us went in the car and pulled out a bag. And <laughs> when you see he brought the bag, everyone that was there started walking away real quick because they, they knew what time it was. And the guy that was chatting shit backed down immediately. 
But I just think to myself, it's not fair that a grown ass man is really stepping to a child just because I'm assuming because the child is a son of a celebrity. That's not right. And I imagine like a lot of celebrity kids must have the same sort of issue whereby they don't really have security or have to understand how to back it for themselves because of the fact that people are always going to try to test them because of who they are. Like, it's a bit mad, really. How old's T.I. son? Like 17. And how old's the man? I don't know how old he was, but the way he's he was a big man, built, though. The way he was built, it looked like he must have been like 20, 21, maybe. Maybe even older than that. That's the same age group to me, though. 17 and 20. <sighs> Is it really? I feel like... I feel like at that age group, at that age, one or two years makes a makes a big difference. Because for example, at seventeen, he would have still been in high school, and at twenty, that guy would have, if he was still in education, he'd be in uni. So can you imagine someone from uni going to someone's college for a fight? Like that's a bit weird, isn't it? If he was like twenty three and twenty six, and I'd agree. Honestly, I think I think they're the same age, and I think they're in the same age group. It's literally just because he's so small. And some kids just develop earlier in life. Like it's basically bare people around him in the other Possibly. entourage that are that look like they're the same age as King when I was Harris. Going the, when I was going through the shade boy comments, everyone was saying they look like grown adults, and I did agree with them. But I yeah, know. but I look like a grown adult. I don't like fourteen. Yeah, because your parents lied on your birth certificate. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying these these things happen like there's people in his entourage that look younger than the guy that's um, causing. But the was co- it his, was it his entourage though? Like I'm saying, if when you look at it, right? If, if you see if you see uh, um, a disagreement taking place, right? Then crowds tend to form around it. That they mean there's anyone's entourage, just people that are there. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And based from the crowd that's formed around it, we can safely assume they're in the same age range, give or take a year. I I'd don't say, know if you can if you can make that assumption, but anyway, regardless though, he handled his business and I'm waiting for it. So yeah, I think the only reason why they backed down is because they know who his dad is. Possibly not because of the fact that they thought he had a gun in his bag. <laughs> because of who his dad is. <laughs> no, no, yeah, is that <laughs> because of who his dad is? Why you got a gun on you? I'm, I'm backing down. Okay, your dad could be bloody Jimmy Savile. If, if, if you're I'm not getting what I'm saying, Ti is known for this, and I think. It's because of his dad, whichever way you cut it. Yeah, but my point dad. is, if you if you was if you was saying it's because of his dad, then they wouldn't have started in the first place, would they? Yeah, it wouldn't have occurred in the first place. It's exactly. definitely because they thought it was it could get really hot and really sticky. Yeah. Or they thought he was wash, and they thought they could mug him off, and he behaved <laughs> like his dad, Anywho, and that put him on the back foot. Like we were about the loudest, right? What you also had, yeah, is um, Future released a song with Forty Two Dog, and he was crying about how much he loves the most beautiful woman in the world, Lori Harvey. And um, I thought that was quite funny because although everyone sees Future, including myself, we see him as the the um, the English Lord of the, the Lord of Narcissism. That's what we see him of. As, um, <laughs> he, he let us down. But it's all right. I'm, 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 I'm flying the flag for the narcissist out here. So, yeah. It just um, means men has feelings too. We have what? Feelings. You have What's feelings, that? don't you? What's that? What's that? I that don't know warm what that is. thing, that warm fuzzy thing you have on the inside. I, I know that warm fuzzy thing cold. is. I know that warm fuzzy thing is, but I don't have one attached to my body, so yeah. You're just gross. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just disgusting. 
Ollie, um, Manny, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Well, yeah, man. I think I think Matt knows what you're talking about. That's why the guys in Soho love him so much for his warm exactly. body thing. <laughs> <laughs> man, you're on to the inner. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good, that's good. Manny woke up and chose violence this morning. It must seem like uh, Well, well yeah, um, Future, I don't hear the song, so I don't actually know what you guys are talking about. What? What Was it one was line? Snippet. Was it the whole song? It was, a, it was a snippet, it was something line. about um, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey. Water. Water yeah. Water like, okay. <laughs> is it worse than Chris Brown's like, Karuche? Was, was it? <laughs> Do you remember when no. he was like, so he started out that, Karuche that in the song and everyone was like, shut up. <laughs> that, that, that was bad, that was bad, that one was bad. But I think, I think that one's worse. But you know, it was worse, but it's the fact that this kid from Future that made it bad. If it was someone else, I don't think anyone would really say anything, but Future's meant to be the god of narcissism, and then he did this. Like you don't to show anything, down. man. Yeah, he let Nas down. That's sad. Anyway, um, well, in the future, um, I saw a video of um, uh, what's that song? The Gucci flip flip flop song. <laughs> I saw I saw a video of that it's it's no news, but I just I just thought it was interesting how he was so proud. Of how he come up with that song and how authentic what it actually was. What are you was. talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's it? What's that song called? Ah, uh, Tisa. Why do you mean what the song called? Gucci flip flops. <laughs> yeah, but he sings it. What's he talking Future. about? Right. Okay. Thought it was a joke. I just thought check it out. It's a Gucci flip flops. Come on, man. That's it. Thought it was a joke. Yeah, but that's about um. It's about oh, Scotty, Scotty Pippin's. Um, oh, Larsa Pippin. Yeah, it's Lars about is, her. Larsa is a mad hoe, man. Like I swear, she just runs through so many basketball players. Like who's a hoe? Still works. Larsa Pippin. So basically, could we just not use those derogatory terms against women, please? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Yeah, she's you. married. Thank she's you. married, and she's yeah, fucking but, the basketball players. But she's married. If, Whatever a, a woman wants to do with her front is none of your business. If she wants um, to off her pants, po- I said she's men, married. She's married. She's still married. Whatever, if they have an it's open arrangement, it's their business. It's not open. It's not open. Like, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't open. It was. It was revenge from future. Basically, when um when um when future was younger, he asked Scotty for a signature, mm. and Scotty said no. And then from that day, future just plotted his revenge. Plotted for to bang his wife. Yeah, like she he was gonna get him it. back. So you never got the signature, you got the pump pump instead. It's amazing. And then he made a song about it and he felt so proud. Wow. I see why you guys idolise this man. Well, I don't I mean, when you say you guys I don't, I don't idolize him. I mean Matt. <laughs> yeah. I mean Matt. But yeah, whatever a woman wants to do with her vagina, it's her business, by the way. Not when she's married, I'm sorry. I, in general I agree. In general, I do agree, but if you if you are married, you shouldn't be doing the same way for a guy. If you say you're married to a woman, right, unless you actually have prior consent, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, just don't get married otherwise. Like, it's not. Yeah, I difficult. don't believe in cheating. Not not at all. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, okay. What constitutes as cheating? Is it just intercourse, right? Everything. 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 Wait, wait. What's everything? What about? Just dancing with someone. Depends like, on how Like what Safari with. did. Like what Safari did, yeah? <laughs> My guy, Safari. <laughs> You're annoying. Does, does cheating start the moment you lust after another person? Yeah. To you. Like okay. that's dumb because you can't control that. 
You could see a woman Can. walking down the street. No, you cannot. You could see a woman walking down the street and immediately you just like, like oh my God. Yeah, that, that I don't agree with. I think it's your action. Exactly, actions after that. Like if you then go and like get, if you go and talk to her, get her oh number, then if you're walking past a woman in the street and you say, "Oh my god," and your head stays straight, then you've not cheated. But the moment your head turns <laughs> clockwise or anti-clockwise, you're nah. cheating. Wait, so let's. Say, do you think? Do you think Anthony Joshua is hot? Yeah, he's good looking. But he's not. Who? Okay, well, who would you say is like a hot celebrity? Who would I off my pant to immediately? Exactly. Oh, I don't know. Uh, what about Michael B. Jordan? Uh, he's... Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you're in you're in a committed relationship five years. Michael B. Jordan walks past you, smiles, nods his head. Are you not gonna turn your head just to enjoy that moment further? Yeah. You're gonna fantasize moment. Exactly. There's gonna be a time when you'll be smashing your husband and you're gonna be thinking oh, I could be Jordan as well. It will happen. But you know what? As long as you don't actually go and do it, it's fine. I think I think okay, it's a complex you know issue a that requires a complex cheating, right? answer. Yeah, it's a different type of cheating. Women cheat differently to men. Nah, cheating is cheating. Whichever way you can't I'm glad you said that because a man, right, in all seriousness, a man can go and, and like destroy some pumps and it don't mean anything to him. And he can still love his nothing. wife. Exactly. That's fine. That's so true. it's not even, it's not even cheating. I mean, it's still cheating. <laughs> don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering where that was going for a second. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's Do you know what? I know this topics. is like t- jumping topics, topics, but I just saw that the George Floyd family is going to meet President Biden. Oh, yeah, I heard and about that. I just wanted to know do you guys feel like. The change is slowing down? Yes. I'm going to say something controversial here, right? And just to make it clear, I don't have an issue with Asian people, right? And I think that what happened to the Asian people this year, whereby they were being randomly attacked, I think it was really bad that we discussed it. Well, we, we fleetingly discussed it on the pod, right? But I think it's generally incredible in America that they have had a bill passed saying about, um, was it the anti... Asian violence, but what's not that? It wasn't named. I know you're talking about something about you can't be violent to Asian people, basically. Basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they had that after what two months, three months of violence towards them. Mm -hmm. But black people have had it like for like 200 years, 300 years, and they're still waiting on their bill. I just thought to myself, that is incredible. Like, wow. And by then, when he came in, he's and and Kamala Harris as well, they were like, oh, um, they're gonna make all these changes to make life better for black people, whatever. And they've done absolutely nothing so far. Absolutely nothing. And I think it's going to remain that way. And it's just incredible. I just, I just, I was literally flabbergasted by the fact that the Asian people got their bill through literally immediately. And black people are still waiting. Yeah, I just put it down to money, though. I just put it down yeah. to money. Economic wealth. <laughs> I think why that's a fair point. Why don't you entertain broke people? Like, as a community, if you not had it, don't have anything in your community, why do we need to entertain you? You don't have any power. You just talk. So you just sit in the corner and talk. And then when mm. you have money, then you can come come and sit at the table. But for now, just sit down over there. That's how I see it. Because the community's wealth is not strong. I also think, like, putting two persecuted people against each other 
doesn't actually re- achieve anything, if that so makes I, sense. I you should always people. hold the person that's causing you the issue and, to and account. That's what I said. That's what I said, Biden and Kamala Harris. That's what I did say that, right? Yeah, yeah. And my issue my issue isn't the fact that the Asian people have had this bill passed. It's that they've had it passed so quickly and the black people haven't had anything at all. My issue is the fact that surely, by default, the black people should have been served first because of the fact that, one, they've been having this issue for longer, and two, they're the ones that raised the issue to prominence. But like, like I said, it's just all crazy. It's all crazy. Yeah, right. It needs to be fixed. Right? America's messed up. I English think messed up too, but... Yeah. It's not like... I, I just think it's not... I think it's just who has money. Like, it literally is just about economic wealth, and that's yeah, where the game starts. Like, dope. you have no economic of... wealth, so you can't influence politics. You actually can't physically influence politics, right? Mm. Um, because if you had economic wealth you could choose to stop spending your money in certain places and then it would shake the rest of the community uh, economics right so it's is just this, is this why we need to keep it in the community absolutely and build your own village absolutely yeah and rear your own cows because you know i was reading this book <laughs> called the jewish phenomenon right okay and it basically speaks about how the jewish communities were so poor at the same time, African American communities were poor, but the Jewish communities have thrived way more. And it was just explaining the steps that the Jewish community took to thrive. Yeah, and I heard that. And then they kind of they went to Israel as well and fucked that all up. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's all wild. <laughs> Let me not talk. Right. I don't want to get. I don't want to get attacked online. Yeah, Matt represents himself by the. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, I'm just keeping it real in it though. What I like, what's been happening in in um, Gaza Palestine. and Palestine, it's just not right, man. I don't know how. Like, and, and the thing is that this isn't an anti-Semitic um, comment. This isn't an anti-Jewish comment. It's an anti-Israel comment, if anything. And it's just outrageous what they're doing. You can't, you can't have someone like essentially throwing stones at you, and then. You go and drop bombs on them instead. Like, like it's it's the the relative difference between the two countries is immense, and I just don't understand how the rest of the international community is just not even saying anything about what happened over there. It's crazy. But economic yeah. wealth. It is that. It is it's that. It's down to economic wealth. It is that. It is that. And, and do you like, know what's mad? So that, that... people. There's so many influential people that are um supportive of Israel in the UK and America and other countries as well. You know that statement, anti-Semitism, yeah? Anti-Semitic, mm. all that stuff. People mm-hmm. did not give a shit about Jewish people when they had no money. The moment they had money and they could do stuff at the table, they've got the diamond districts in New York, all of this stuff. It's all of a sudden, don't say anything against the Jews. Anti-Semitism. If you try to come against the Jews, we're going to get you. <laughs> and it's just but I guess you have to think of it from this way. Like, Also... Jews were persecuted heavily during World War Two, so I, I think I watched a documentary or something. Africans so, were persecuted heavily before that too, mate. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In terms after World War Two, I think there was there was like a saying or something where it's like never again. So basically, like never again will we be put in that situation. Just so I think that's. So, yeah, so again, just flip it in reverse it instead. 
Yeah, which isn't right either. I think what Matt's saying is that basically, like, rather than being the oppressed, become the oppressor, which isn't right in itself. Like, there's a humanitarian crisis happening in Palestine where kids are suffering, buildings, their homes being destroyed, and that ain't right. Like, I know there's a ceasefire at the moment, but it's just a very fragile area and it, I just feel for the people that live there mm. I think it's more like the children like just watching the videos of them like doing their little YouTube and then boom a bomb drops and it's just like they just are so shaken up and stuff like that that's heart wrenching to see definitely it is mad it's looking stuff he says mad but anyway, Ollie, what's your thoughts you're bare quiet mate he's shook and I'm not shook, I'm, I'm listening um, and I'm, I'm in agreement, so there's not really much I can add. I totally agree with what you guys are saying. What, well, with Matt? Shook. <laughs> I'm not shook, man. What, we shook, man? Come on, man. I'm, I'm, in, agreement. I'm in agreement with Manny. Like, right, I'm always see, in agreement how, with Manny. That's how I know you're shook. I ain't shook, man. <laughs> that's you're, you're, being, you're being Walmart and Luther on my Malcolm. Who's Malcolm? You. Me. Matt's always Malcolm. Okay, and I'll be Martin. Uh, I'm, I'm not, and I'm not in the middle either. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't give him that. Just don't give him that, please. Oh, God. All right, cool. Um, what's next? Betty the Butcher. All right, let's go. So, what's the project called? Butcher's coming. Benny. The Butcher released a project. Um, trust the Sopranos. Yeah, Trust the Sopranos. Still haven't watched the Sopranos. I heard it's a really good show. Have you guys watched it? Excellent. Nope. One of the best. One of the best TV shows of all time. Better than The Wire. It's it's literally on that level with The Wire. I, I remember. Okay, is um, it better than Breaking Bad? Wait, 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 let me explain it. Right, The, the Wire. Because I know you'll be watching it, and I'm be watching it now as well. But when yeah. I was younger, I didn't really connect with the fifth season because the fifth season is quite different to the other four, right? So I didn't really... Wasn't that, that was politics, right? That's when it was all about the politics and, and the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right? So that's when I was like, I wasn't really feeling that one, right? So I remember I had the Sopranos ranked above The Wire. Obviously, I'll be watching The Wire now I'm older. I probably will appreciate that political aspect of it more. But um, before that, Sopranos was the best show I'd watched at the time when it came out. Um, since then, Breaking Bad is above it. But they're close. Oh, Breaking Bad's sick, though. Breaking Bad's sick. And yeah, I Breaking think the, the biggest sick. thing here is the ending. The ending has to land. If the ending's shit, the whole show is shit. It goes down yeah. so much. Yeah. Like, even that show like Lost, remember? Lost was actually a sick TV show. But I did it with it so far off the rails before the end. It's like, it was shit. And Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, so it's like, no. the ending has to land. And Breaking Bad and The Sopranos did it perfectly. In my eyes, so yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back on the song, on the album, on the project. You go first. Oh, oh no, Manny was going, wasn't he? Oh, sorry, Manny. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, Benny the Butcher, um, Trust the Sopranos, strong album. Um, I think he collabed with Thirty Eight Special. I didn't Google Thirty Eight Special, but is he a producer? Or is he just the artist? Matt, I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. I actually do not know the answer to this, but I have my laptop right in front of me. 
Yeah, no, and no, he's, I think he's a, produ- a producer. Yeah, producer. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it sounded it sounded good. It was like talking a lot about drugs and stuff. Um, talking about like fame, just general general lyrical goodness, just general lyrical goodness, really, like what you expect from Benny the Butcher. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, based off the content sounding like the similar content to being Young M.A., what's the difference between the two albums? (sighs) I don't think it's similar in terms of in terms of content. I think Young M.A. has lost the ability really to paint a strong picture through through her lyrics whereas Benny the Butcher can take you on a journey with him do you know what I mean and yeah that's that's the main difference um I think that and again that reminds me like with Ooh, like you can relate to how she's feeling on that track. Like that relate that reminds me of like going out and just getting absolutely wasted like all the time mm. back in the day. Not anymore now. But good times, before. man, good times. Yeah, trust me. Um so but then yeah, now like when you listen to Younger Me, you can't you don't really you're not on a journey or you you're lost. I just it's felt just lost, nice. isn't it? Yeah, it's just nice. Whereas this album was good, it was lyric it was lyrics that took you on a journey. You felt like a drug dealer for thirty minutes or someone li- living a high life and then yeah, land you back into reality. That's my thoughts on the album. See, I had the I I can understand why I can appreciate why someone would like this album, but again, I think I listen to the lyrical content and I'm like, ah, this again. Like, I, I just wanted to be, I don't know. It's just this again, but I can understand why people would appreciate it. Yeah, I do, but I, I fully understand where you're coming from. And like, it is there's there's not a lot of variation, but in terms of the style of delivery, I think that's yeah. where the different approaches. Yeah, so I get that's why I get why people would appreciate it, and I guess I appreciate it to some extent, but it's not something I'd listen to again. I'm slightly with you sense. there as well. It makes sense. It's not for you, like I'm, that's something I do totally get with you. That if it's not for you, it's not for you in it. So yeah, but if yeah. it's for me, it's for me. <laughs> when we talk about Queen and uh, alkaline. <laughs> You don't know what it's for me. <laughs> we're getting there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. All right. So, uh, did you finish your review, there, Manny? Uh, yeah, I did. All right. So, boom. <laughs> what you call that? This is this um, this Benny the Butcher project, right? And as we all know, these Griselda lot—they're just excellent rappers. But they all talk about the same thing: cooking cocaine, ripping at work, um, selling whatever. And they do it in such a way that it's, it becomes, like, like Manny said, it paints a picture in your mind. And I think, like Manny said as well, it, that's the difference between him and Young and Me. They talk about the same thing, but he just does it in a much better way. But, um, so yeah, it's, it's more of the same, really, what you expect, but I really enjoyed it. It was a slow start, and I was thinking to myself, is this going to be the first Griselda project that I really dislike? 
But um, nope, it wasn't because it leveled up again from, I think it was Tokyo Drift or maybe it was Spineless, track four Spineless. So again, a lot like the Currency album from track four onwards, it just leveled up and it became a really good project, which I'll probably will listen to again, but it probably will be in a situation where I'm driving around, cruising, late evening, night time, and just, you know, letting my head sail off on a tangent, on a tangent sort of thing. But yeah, Ollie, what are you saying? Oh yeah, by the way, my, my favourite song was Tokyo Drift as well, on that album. Yeah, same. Um, I don't know if I'd listen to the whole album again as a whole, but I definitely take out some of the tracks that I like. Um, Benny's had two really good releases, and I was expecting something of the same quality. But I guess it's kind of unfair given out given how frequently he put stuff out. Um, this project was a lot worse than his last two. Um, was there something about it that <clears throat> sorry, something about it that just didn't sit right with me? It felt kind of forgettable on some of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the tracks that I do like, they're really good, and the content is really good. So the tracks with Ransom, Tokyo Drift, and I think the last two, um, I really liked a lot. But I don't know, just just something didn't sit right with me in this album. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Not to say it's bad. It's just that there's something missing, and I don't know what it is. So that's fair enough, I guess, really. I feel like this project was, a, because it was a collaborative project, maybe that's different, I don't know. I think, they're I think saying that's that, my, yeah. So saying that, what you call it, um, one of them did the project with High Forward, what's his name again? The other Grisola artist. Oh, was it, um, was it Conway or Westside? It must have been Conway that did it. I think it was Conway. Yeah, it wasn't Westside gone, so yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so I don't know if so I'll say that's not even a fair reason why it wasn't as good as others, I'll say, but um, no, it wasn't rubbish at all, so. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think because it's like a. a yeah, it was called like a machine. duet. La, La, La Makina, it was called. Yeah. With yeah. yeah, I'll just call that. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's because it's not just literally Benny the Butcher, it's him with someone. And I think there's a big disparity in their rapping abilities. I think that's what threw me off. Yeah, that is true. Well, he like Benny was only like dropping like one verse a track really on most of them. And yeah, you do you do hear the differences with some of the rappers are on there. There's a lot of um features on this project. Yeah, so I guess my criticism isn't really with Benny, it's more with thirty eight special. Well thirty eight special is the producer, but if you look I said there's oh, a lot sorry, of them, yeah, you're it's, right. it's it's the other El Camino um, featured artist, yeah. So if he had other better features, probably they would be better. But anyway, what's your ratings? Let's start with Marvel League. I know that she's ready to drop a one on this. I'm actually going to give it a two. Cheers. Just because I can appreciate why someone would like it. All right. Yeah. Manny? I'm going to give a three, and my favourite track was uh, Love Left. Okay, I was a three for me as well, and as I said before, Favourite track is Tokyo Drift. Alec? Yeah, my favourite track is Tokyo Drift as well. And I'm going to give it a three, but a low three. I don't think it's a two. It's not poor, but... Um... Are we saying two's poor? Yeah. 
What's one then? Extremely poor. Terrible. One yeah, basically one. means that what is your point of even recording this? Okay, young and may definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like then I've been quite harsh with the other artists. I think three's like the average. It's just an average product or body of work that you may listen to, you may never listen to. If that so makes I give sense. it like a three. I give it three then. Will you listen to this again? No, but I I can understand why you guys would appreciate Someone. it. Okay, yeah. So then uh, currency as well then I'll give him a three instead of a two That's right, you see I like this, you're, you're developing as a person Alright, <laughs> 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 uh, cool um, What's YG? next? YG 400 I love that album, I loved it I, I know why yeah. you like it as well I know why you love it even, but let's go on, go on. Tell me why I love it I think you like that West Coast sound, don't you? And yeah, I think the, I do. And some of the samples as well that he's used are classic tracks as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's um, the same thing. I was loving on that too. So go on, you, 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 you get the ball rolling. I'll jump in after you. Yeah, I just love the vibe. To be honest with you, I think at first I kind of struggled with the content, but then I was like, do you know what? I love the sounds, even if though the content's a bit wild, and mm. then. I realised there's actually only 10 songs on there and there was three of them that I pulled up. Um, Perfect Timing, Loot It Up and Vibe With You. I love those three songs. Um, yeah, I just loved it. I, I think I love the sound and just the energy. Oh, I heard that. Like, for me, I, I always say, it's probably the 50th song I said on the pod now, it was West Coast rap that got me into hip-hop. So when I hear that sort of West Coast sound, I'm always just going to have a, a natural, like... Draw, I'm in, like attachment to it. I'm just drawn to it, whatever. Um, and I thought, like, I think YG is a good rapper in general. I don't think he's amazing, but I think he's good. I think the um, the guy that he was on there with was actually pretty decent too. Um, and like, yeah, it was just a case of, yeah, Muzzy. His name is. I've heard of his album. His, his album was decent. Anyway, like, yeah, it wasn't a classic, but it was just a good vibe. And again, it's one of those albums that you'd enjoy it more if the sun was shining outside because <laughs> that Cali sound. Whereas um, it's raining. <laughs> exactly. It's been, it's, we've been getting April showers in May in London. So, yeah, it's just a bit of a mess. But um, no, I just think that was a decent project, really. It wasn't amazing, just pretty pretty good. Um, I definitely and, uh, think it was a mood lifter. I give you that because of energy in it. I yeah, I definitely think it was a mood lifter. I'm, I'm, Manny, gonna, I'm, I'm waiting for yeah. Ollie and Manny to just shit all over this now. No, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> you want to go first, Ollie? Yeah, I'll be quick. Um, cool. I don't know what it is with YG, but I know he's good, but he's just he's he's just not dropping that heat no more. This he hasn't was... he hasn't he hasn't released an album as good as his first one. No, but even the second one was good. His mm, first one was close. excellent. His last the second one was, one was good. Um, but just, there was good moments in this project. But generally speaking, I just, again, it's just, it's forgettable. I'm never going to listen to it again. And it was just kind of meh. And I, I think the highlights were the samples that he was using. Yeah. Um, that gangsters number one, right? 
Yeah, like that. Yeah, like, that that was sick. Yeah, but it's mainly because of the sample and how creative it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was an album of nothingness to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ollie. Um. So for me, I enjoyed it. I actually thought it was pretty pretty decent. Like from the intro, Gangster, that was a nice track. Um. I think, and listening to Young and May on this uh, body of work, she sounded completely different. Um, probably did herself a disservice because she sounded a lot better on this on her feature than any of her actual songs on her album. But yeah, let me not diss her too much. Um, I really enjoyed Vibe With You um, with Ty Dolla Sign. That's like a summer, summer, a little summer banger. It was nice to hear Abel give it a hoodie. And then... Tiger coming with that twerk music. Lovely. That's what we need before June 21st. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, that was yeah, it was it was it was really nice. And um, probably like my favorite or one of my favorite rap uh, projects this week. If not I'm the favorite. Favorite. I think it's my favorite for the week. Rap project, obviously. Yeah, rap project specifically. Cool. I like that. So let's get some scores in, shall we? You can get the ball rolling more I'm gonna give it a four. Because it is above average for me. I really liked it. Um I'm gonna say it's a three for me. Man, Ollie gonna come with a one, go on. I'm, uh, I'm between a two and a three. You think this is better than Dino's album? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really? Uh, yes. It's wow. I think Dino's album was better, so that's jokes. Okay, go on. I gave Dino uh, a two, so this is a three. And my favourite song is uh, the one with Ty Dolla Sign, The Cheat Code. Okay. Yeah, Ty Dolla Sign. Was that the one with Ty Dolla Sign? Yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I call it a cheat code because if you have Ty Dolla Sign, you kind of guarantee the hit. Isn't it? Okay, fair. Right. Ty Dolla Sign's my guy. My guy, man. Part of that narcissist group. Oh god. Oh uh, god. Right. Um, for me, I think it. It's going to be a free because it's not the thing is the reason why I'm not gonna give it a four is that it's not like above average among all of the projects that we've reviewed, if that makes sense. It's just mm-hmm. above average because the quality of rap music this week wasn't great. So Fair this probably makes it sound better. So I'm gonna give it a free. Um but it's still like the best project this week. In rap. In rap, in rap, sorry, specifically. All right, cool. All right, so shall we um, head over to Alkaline next? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I feel like you've done a few today, but I guess you've got to go with this one because this is your recommendation. We don't actually do enough dance on this on this pod, and that's how we've got yeah. to change. So review here, we're going to make sure we're reviewing all the latest dance all coming through. And yeah, so let's... Go on, get us, take I us don't away. have to go first because I'm like obviously been going first all the time, so I'll let one. All right, of you guys cool. Go. All right, Maybe one, Manny. 
I think Oli should do it. I could I want Oli to look at his his inner Jamaican. It's it's his in the way somewhere in there. Hidden away. I, I I display it every day, bro. How dare you? No, no, no. Okay, you can just okay, back. Anyway, okay. this He's album listening. was vibes, man. Like, I, I, it was, it was, it was, I'm speechless. You can hear it in my voice. I'm speechless. Are you I love this. this. This was sick, bruv. Don't okay. even do that. Because it was sick. This this was sick. I really couldn't tell if he was taking a piss or not. No, no, this 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 was sick. Like I planned to leave this till last, and I did. But my plan was to walk when the sun was out just to catch more vibes. But I I just couldn't wait after listening to uh, Queen Niger's album. So I was just like, I'm gonna bang it now. And I was so happy I did. Like I was just, it actually took me away from my work. So I spent like half an hour just like. Doing what you do, you listen to dance, or wouldn't it? Just doing my thing. But it was, it, there's, there's not a bad point about this album. It starts so strong. No, I'm sorry, you can't skip past that. What is Oli doing his thing? What does that look like? <laughs> 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 just got videos I show you. I just you, but... thought you was whining in front of the mirror. Yeah. Is that what you did? <laughs> I, was, I was doing a few little dance moves. You know what I'm saying? I was I was doing my thing. Well, I can't I can't really do dance moves, but I was trying to do a little woody bounce, trying a little trying a little sweep and all of that sort of stuff. Okay, no, wow. Listen, That's this like fifteen years send, old. Sorry, someone said help in it, but it's nice it's traditional. Listen, traditional dance, you know, like it's fucking war dancing. <laughs> 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 like what else can I do with no one else beside me or anything like that? Bro, All I can do is, have, you, have, can you not, do. have you not seen the guy on the tubes? Are you winding up on nothing, though? <laughs> <laughs> that guy nice. is so funny, man. I saw a video of... Sorry, sorry to hijack your, your, your review. I saw a video of him, like, collapsing on the tube, right? And uh, when people pick him up, he starts winding up, though. <laughs> and the people were, like, running away. <laughs> <laughs> he is hilarious, honestly. That guy, is, he's gonna do it to the wrong person and get banged in the face, but he, he is so funny, man. Until that day comes, but yeah, no, this this album is just like I plan to play it again when we actually get some sun, and I'm out in my car, and I'm just gonna run up on Matt's place, then I'm gonna pick up Matt. We're just gonna go driving. You ain't gonna listen to that shit of me in the car, I'll tell you that one. Swear down, you're gonna leave me out. Alright, cool. Alright, uh, yeah, you can jump in too. Get money as well. Little little air source road trip. Mine's off the come East Coast, didn't they? I've heard you in my life, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this, I, I enjoy this a lot. I know Matt's gonna be anti because he do not like Alkaline, but he does make some good music. The only criticism I can give is. Sometimes his voice can be a bit jarring when he slaps on the auto tune. That's okay. it. That's the only criticism I can give. But and the, the, the content, the content did get a bit repetitive, but like, and the mix and the mastering went excellent. But all of that and, aside, and 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 and, and, and. <laughs> all of that aside, just for vibes, beats, feel good factor, like making you shake a leg or two. This album's great. It's it's a blast to listen to, hundred percent, and it's staying in rotation. And I'm saying that with chest, and it's probably gonna stay in rotation for a long last time. I wish I had the sound effects I could put out. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's that. That's that's my review. 
I love that. I need to get that soundboard, you know. We're gonna, I'm going to do it. And when I do it, you guys are going to hate me because it's going to be that all the way through the pod. It's air horns. Yeah, crazy. when it's alkaline, of course. No, nah, it's going to be that for... Gonna be that when we listen, when we review Celine Dion and shit, bro. I do hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm never uh, That's Dion. another story, you know. I remember when there was one year that I was in Jamaica when I must have been about about fourteen or fifteen or something like that. And Cher's song. Actually, you know, I was always younger, maybe like ten. I don't know, but anyway, Cher's song. Do you believe in the life of the love? Gonna I- feel something <laughs> inside me say. I really don't. That's a tune. What do you yeah, mean? What's the thing, right? At the time, I was really young, and I didn't understand that Jamaican people loved that sort of shit. I was so confused, right? So every single fucking day, right, that song will be played at least five times. And I was like, oh my lord, what is going? Like, if I'm at home and that song came on, like on um, the box or this or MP bass, whatever, I would turn it off. I would, I'd turn it off in it, but. It's like these guys are probably going in and they were loving it. And when you go to actually someone that dances as well and that song comes on and you see the way people react, it'd be like, oh man. This is why yeah, I love my culture, the Jamaican side. It's actually so. That so factor. Eclectic. Like when it's it so comes eclectic. to music, you can hear like. It's infectious, man. And they love Celine country Dion, as well. Share, like random like pop tunes, like like random tune, Dolly, like random songs. I bet they, they like, sell out. I bet they like. Um, Aqua, Barbie Girl. I bet they liked that song all back in the day. Do you know what song? I think it was about 2016 or 15 when I was in Jamaica. And you know the song that goes, I don't care. Oh I my God. That I was going off as well. But it was oh popping off in the club. And mad. I was just like, huh? But it's just a culture they just love. Like, yeah. if a tune bangs to them, a tune bangs. bangs and it gets you know what it yeah. comes about. They also like that um, country song, Take Me Home, Country Roads. Sing Mate. it for us. I, I don't want to see <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to do it, you know, because he was like, you went quiet like you got to start. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Trying to find my picture and stuff. Nah. nah yeah, do they, like, remix a song, though? Like, do you get, no, like, No, they a... remix everything. They remix everything. Everything remix. Everything. Everything. Yeah, there's a Jamaican version for every song. That every song. Bro, there's a Jamaican song of um, Passenger, Let It Go. My dad bangs yeah, it out. That's a, a tune. Regular... What are you talking about? No, my dad bangs it out all the What's time. I'm like, there we go. Yeah, because that sounds like a Jamaican song. Let it go. Let it go. Oh my gosh. You don't know the song when it's being low. Okay, you know the words, yeah? Go on, Ali. Go early. Go early. Go early. Sound like that. No, sing the rest. You know the rest, man. Your dad plays it. Sing it with chess. Now, but Jamaican. You said your dad plays it all the time. You don't know the words. You're chatting shit, bro. Every day he plays it. So how you don't know the words? Anyway, I was singing the original, not not the Jamaican one. No, it sounds the same though, just with a little twang. With a little bit of sauce. Yeah. A bit of domio in there. A little anyway. bit of paprika in there. Jerk, a little bit of, no, little bit of everyday seasoning. Just, just is, is it Walkers or Dunn's River? Dunn's River, bruv. No, Walkers, walkers um, jerk sauce is actually banging, you know. With it Walkers Wood or that? Work, it's made in Walkers Wood, which is like St. Anne's, in it? Yeah. That's my strip. I don't know. So you're from St. Anne's? Oh, I feel yeah. bad. I feel, I feel sorry for you, man. Let's not even do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Manny, do you want to give your, your... Hold on, Ali, what part of Jamaica are you from? Trelawney. You're done, no? No, you're not. Fuck off. 
I'm from Saint Elizabeth. <laughs> no, <Nah>. you're not. <laughs> Manny is definitely Jamaican at heart, though. I can say yeah, that much. Manny lived yeah, in a house full of Jamaican guys, and he survived. So, yeah. Like, yeah Wait, hold on, Manny, you're not Jamaican. No. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you being serious? You, didn't nah, know you know, I just assumed everybody was just Jamaican. Where are you from, Manny? He's Ghana's finest. Oh, swear down. You know, I'm not definitely in Ghana's finest, but I'm not in Ghana's general. What, are you trying to call yourself clapped? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm clapped. Oh, sorry. I'm so oh, clapped. Yeah. Oh Look my days, I was making small jokes, small jokes, how's your No, no, it's alright, it's alright. Manny is six foot four. Okay. I'm definitely in the red corner, six foot four, 194 pounds. If this podcast blows up as we expect it to over the next few years, and I become really famous, then Manny's not only going to be my podcast um, co-host, but he's also going to be my security, because okay. the guy's huge, man. He's, he's built like a... Thought- you know how Ghana boys are like five three. Nah, he's yeah, not, no, 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 no. This is not, this is not no normal Ghana boys. He's that pure Ghana stock in him. I don't know. I don't know why that's a myth. Like, like, because every Ghanaian guy I know isn't short. Because that's your family. Everyone I know is itty bitty. In it, I know a lot of short Ghanaian guys, but Manny's just different. He's like I said, he's part. He's part of the royal guard or something, man. His family's different. Yeah, but that's actually true. I am. I'm, I'm Ashanti. The there you go. You yeah, see, yeah. I told you. Asante warrior. I'm an Ashanti. <laughs> I can't even cope with you, man. You're, you're joking, but I'm actually serious. I'm man, actually serious. This, yeah. had this conversation many times. Yeah, I know this already. Why? Trust me. Oh, my God. You look, man. Yeah, like, all my brothers are tall and that. Like, I don't know what it is. But then, like, I remember back in the day when I used to go and and meet people and stuff. And one of the first things uh, women used to say meet that, people. Yeah, what is people back in the people? back in the day. Yeah, girls. girls. Yeah, I'm just trying to say in a way where it's respectful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You used to link chicks. Are you scared I'm going to come up to you for saying chicks? <laughs> oh my god, you're so too many getting me. No, yeah, but that would be one of the things. It would be like. When I'd say, like, yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, my days, really, every Ghanaian person I know is, like, really short. But I look at the, I look at the state of the world and you have people like Stormzy. He's, he's like, six foot. He's Ghanaian. Maybe but maybe he's an Asante warrior as well. Heady one maybe would probably be, the, like, I don't know how tall is Heady one. If we go Google. to, like, a Ghanaian church, yeah? He's about my height. There are no Heady ones or no Stormzy height men in these Ghanaian churches. I go to a Ghanaian church. Right. They're not that high. Fair. The Fair. men are not that. Their bums are big, and they're not high. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> money. First of all, first of all, Heady, Heady is five foot ten, right? But I'm just trying to get my head around. Stop thinking about my face, I just, I just try. I'm trying to get my head around this are you saying that you're in church, right? And when you're meant to be taking the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're, you're taking up man's there he is. First of all, I can I can't help it, it's massive. They're just in the way. Like... But the thing is, yeah, I, I could get it I could get it if they were tall. It's like the bomb's just in your face, isn't it? But, but they're you know short that... guys, so you're looking down. Are you objectifying no, men? I'm five two. I'm five two. Do I'm you, five two, you, five three. So Do you do you do you ever like just give it a little squeeze? First of all, as we were talking about Alkaline, um, let's not disrespect, <laughs> let's not disrespect <laughs> the album, it's just it swiftly drift off. Yeah, Manny, do you want to give your, 
<laughs> do you want to give your um, opinion? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say something a bit controversial. Listening to Alkaline's album, I fully am behind uh, my opinion that dancehall in Jamaica is run by the women now. Like, until... Really? Until our, our father vibes cartel comes back, the, like the dancehall for men is dead. That's just my opinion. When you say dancehall for men, what do you mean? Like, the male artists. <laughs> yeah, like the only male artist that's probably doing bits is popcorn. But aside from popcorn, there's no like alkaline is alright. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it's alright. <laughs> Oh, I don't care. I'm gonna go. Like, Alkaline's alright. Yeah, he's got like one massive single for me, which is extra lesson, and I'll say like maybe top prize. But outside of that, like this album didn't bring me anything new. It was it was just it was okay. I didn't list fight. What song on this album would you say is the summer banger? Magic. Would you say the same thing, Ollie? Magic, de- definitely. And what's the other one called? Hostage. Hostage. C- can we do get the sound effect again? Hostage. I'm making sure to play the song. Only which one is your is your is your favorite? And then more life. <laughs> more life. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, there's no, I don't know. I'm just gonna say my dance. I, I didn't find. I didn't think it was. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was a spectacular project. So uh, what we've got to dissect, right? And dissect. Yeah, yeah let's right, dissect. Is, let's dissect. We've got to understand that when we dance hall, there's gal tune, and then there's tunes for men. Yeah, and then there's the just everyday songs. So right. I feel like with Alkaline's album, there was a like. There were some songs like Magic where it's a nice wine for the guy behind me. Do you understand? Um, but then I do feel like... From, okay, so I've obviously listened to all his other albums. And is it safe yeah. to say that you guys haven't? Yeah, that would be, be safe. That would be accurate. I feel like yeah. New Level Unlocked was a sick album. Um, I still play New Level Unlocked till this day. And it came out, I want to say 2017, 2018. This album here gave me the same feeling that New Level Unlocked gave me. But um, what was the only upsetting thing was I didn't hear this album or this album didn't drop when I was in Jamaica. I was in England when it dropped. Because if it dropped when I was in Jamaica, madness. Like everything would have scattered. Do you understand? Um, It was a really, really, for me, I really, really liked it. And I felt, I felt like it was very, very dancehall, very Jamaican because, not because of the, the sound but the content where there was a lot of it covered everything like more life like just having a better life that kind of stuff where we talk about the struggle then there's a tracks about the snakes of friends and stuff like that and then there's the tracks for the girls which i loved i don't think there was any like like men tunes if that makes sense like when we say men tunes we mean like war songs like songs that make you go bang out do you know what i mean so like a mavado special or something I would even say that's more of a like a a, a, a mutual a, a neutral song. I would say stuff like oh, on uh, the rock. Nevada's a, no, a no, man. No, 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 no. Vibes Cartel. Um, what up, far? What up, far? You know that song? 
they play at every song. Yeah. Like every they play at every rave. Do you know what I'm talking about? You don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do you know. I do. I do, I do. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's more like go, a... that's, that's when I go and get a drink. Oh shit, then. Um, <laughs> but that's more like a... <laughs> that's, that's more like um, like men's songs, like on the rocks and stuff like that. It's women don't really women vibes to war songs, but they're more for the men in it. Um, neutral I'm so special is like a neutral song because like it's a woman's song I, I think it's neutral and then the girl songs are the songs that you wind up to and it's for the girls like it's for the girls to get busy and I felt like this album was definitely for the girls to get busy and there were some neutral songs I need to listen to it again I think so you understand then why I don't like it that much and if you if you acknowledge the fact it's more I just want you to understand Matthew Lee yeah you do not come on this podcast ever again and act like you're the most Jamaican person on this podcast because you wait, are wait, not. Wait, 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 what wait, 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 wait. I've got to, me, my, my Jamaican is tied to how much I like alcohol. Get the fuck out of here. Your Jamaicanness you is tied to your Britishness, yeah, because and what so you've yours. done, appreciated the honest <laughs> body of this work. If you call him an uh, English boy. I'm talking him, Matthew Lee. I'm oh, gonna call. Cool. I'm calling. I'm calling Morvely a, a Niger girl, and she just and she just <laughs> and, and the Nigerness in her is begging being Jamaican, and that's why she likes okay. that so much. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> How you like that one? We have hey, to appreciate the body of work. Like it was mm. good. But anyway, honestly, let me hear, let me honestly, yeah, honestly, honestly, when I think of like dancehall music, right, I'm thinking about the amazing albums that the people that come before have dropped. The, the vibes cartels. The Mavados, the Beanie Mans, the Bounty Killers, all of them. Like, and this doesn't even come even a Man forgot Bougie Banton, bro. But okay. that's a different genre. It's, 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 it, I admit that the genre has developed and and changed and stuff like that. I do get that. The same way that the albums that like Dr. Dre and Jay-Z and Biggie and Tupac dropped in the 90s would not be the same as what comes out today. Right? I get that totally. But it's still... that Although... It's changed. What was dropped in the nineties is hip hop, and what's dropped in the twenty twenties is also hip hop, right? So yeah, but dancehall is you know we've got like dancehall bashment, like yeah, I get that as well. I do get that right, too. Cool. I do, right? But I'm saying that Alkali, right? Is is again if we're gonna compare it to like say two types of like dancehall music, right? So like again, vibes cartel and um or Alkali creates, and even if you like look at what what Shenseya creates and Shenseya. even so Shenseya, sorry. And um, even like Spice, right? Like, like Manny said, the girls make better music than the guys. It makes no sense that these girls are making songs that I really like. I'm sorry, more what? than the girls make better music than the guys. It, it makes no sense. What? It doesn't make sense that the girls are making songs for girls that I like more than the, the songs that the guys are making for guys. No, because guys, let me tell you why it makes sense. Because if you make a song for girls, guys will follow behind the girls. I'm just listening to it by myself. (laughs) I'm liking it. That's what I'm saying to you. Like, Shensia makes amazing music. She's such a talented artist. She can rap. And even even Coffee as well. He's amazing. Coffee's a different vibe. Coffee's a different vibe. And she's really talented, but it's a different vibe, though. She's a reggae artist more than a dancer. Let's not let's not do that to yeah. Manny. Manny, have your opinion, man. Don't let. No, no, don't yeah, actually, yeah, you're actually right. You're right. She's a reggae artist, so let's keep it to the centre. Oh, Jay the Kingdom as well. Yeah, I I yeah. do feel like I'm not gonna say I'm not I'm not knocking the girls because Shenzi is sick, Jada's sick. Like I've obviously okay, followed can I, everybody. Okay, can, time. can you answer this question? Mm-hmm. Who do you think has the most talent out of all of the Jamaican dancer artists right now? Like just just. It's- 
Just it's always going to be Mavs Cartel. Okay, it's okay, not including him because he's on a different tier altogether. I get, I get that. But who? Okay, so from this newer generation, so I guess that rules Spice out as well. Who the reason why I Spice isn't the same. Spice is in Vibes Cartel's league. That's what I said. Um, she's a different generation. Oh, sorry. I thought you said including. No, no. I said that rules are out. That's what I said. And then go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I would hundred percent say Shenzia, just yeah. because I like the fact that she can. She's got a range, and obviously, I think Cartel. And her did quite a bit of music at the beginning of her career or something like mm. that. Or there was a song that they did together. Um, I do feel like she's just in a lane of her own. She's that she have you heard the freestyle that she did on Don't Rush? Yeah, I did. Fire freestyle. Like I would literally just like yeah. play it to this day. And I, right? and I can't imagine Alkali coming even anywhere close to that. Yeah, but I just think it's just like a different vibe. Yeah, because Al- uh, there's there's songs that Alkaline's done, or there's yeah. rhythms that Alkaline has done where he has spun vibes cartel. Where I will play Alkaline's version, not cartel's version. You need to send me that one because I haven't yeah. heard it. Okay, I think hold them again, rhythm. Hold them, rhythm. Hold them again, rhythm. Both mm. of those rhythms. Um, I listen to Alkaline's version first, and then I'll say, all right, cool. Let me listen to cartel's one after. All right, cool. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on YouTube and listen because for me, I'll be honest with you. Like generally speaking. I just avoided Alkaline's music because I've just heard the earlier stuff. I didn't really feel it. And since then... What earlier stuff? I can't even name the tracks. Honestly, I can't even name the tracks because the thing is, I'll just hear it and I'll hear it's Alkaline and then I'll be like, okay, it's shit. And I'll just listen to it again. I don't bother checking it out. So, you know that song Spice has um, and Alkaline's on the same rhythm? That Alkaline's got some sick songs, man, that still get played in, like, if you go to a dance hall. Alkaline is big. I get that. People love him. I don't know, but people love. He's not. He hasn't got the sticks he has because of the fact it. that. <laughs> I just don't get you know. it. Um, <laughs> it's Steph London. Did you say Steph London's a dancer artist? No. Okay. I think I think she's like a softcore dancer artist. To be honest with you, uh, she I leans like on she, the, does... she leans on the sound a lot to, to make her more pop tracks. Yeah, I feel like she leans on the sound, but I wouldn't say she was a dancer artist. Right, last one, Alika Harley. Is she She's is hard. she up there? She's hard. Is she up where? Sorry. Up there in the dancer artist. Ta- talent wise, talent wise, not talent not because of. She's she, got uh, some songs, yeah. She's got some tunes, but I feel like it's very it's dancehall influenced. Right. I like mm. I like every single one of her song. I think she dropped one recently with Nadia Rose, right? Yeah. Um, that song's sick. I can't remember the name of it, um, but I had it on. Um, no ramping. Yes, that song's a tune, yeah. but I do feel like it's um, it's a it's a I can hear the Britishness in it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't say it was a dancehall song. But that's the thing, though. Yeah, you can't rule it out because of that. Because of the fact of the matter is, is that you can still it can still be dancehall even if it's not originating from Jamaica. If that makes sense. No, I didn't say it. I can hear the Britishness in it. Spice yeah. used to live in Jamaica. Spice Spice has had her time in England, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't say I would say her experience is not just Jamaican, but I'm saying because I can hear the Britishness in it, I wouldn't think it was a dancehall song. Okay, I heard that. I heard that. But anyway, like, what's that song called again with um with Wiley, Bosey? Yeah, Bosey. Yeah. I would say that's. I wouldn't. I would say that sounds like a dancehall song, but you can definitely hear like the British influence in it, even with yeah. Sean Paul on it, right? But Sean Paul, fucking European anyway. No, he just he does Europop most times. He's just chasing his bag, boy. Not letting chase his bag. Yeah, I don't rate that sort of behaviour. 
I don't. It's the same reason why I don't rate Dizzy Rascal. Because they're chasing obviously. a bag. Yeah, you can't just go and sell out your, your sound like that, man, just to get money. Like, that's but he's not se- sold out his sound, I don't think. I think he's just featured on various things. Who's Sean Paul? Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's sold he out his sound. He definitely you, has sound, um, sold out his sound. Wait, like, he's like, a recent album. It's more Europop than it is dancehall. But was it a sure. collaboration? No, it's it's him. <laughs> it's him. And the same I applies think... to, um, to Dizzy Rascal. But we're, we're completely... Let's go on fucking tangents on this album review, okay? So let me get my review in real quick. Yeah, I listen sorry, to the album. <laughs> I listen to the album. I'll tell you what, yeah, like, I, I wouldn't normally start crying for the reason I said before. I didn't appreciate all the skin bleach and stuff. And the only artist that was bleaching heavily that I still listened to was um, Vibes Cartel, and that's because he's just so good. You can't really not listen to him. Um, And also, I'm not really a massive fan of auto-tune anyway. And that's another thing I can use a lot of, which kind of just jars me. But um, it wasn't that bad. I can say that. It wasn't terrible. I was going to give it a one here, but I didn't give it that. It's not a one-year project. But at the same time, I felt like a lot of the songs were very samey, samey. And yeah, to me, true. there wasn't like a real standout track on the project. But um, yeah, it wasn't completely shit. And the guy has got a talent there. He's not like a... He's not a... It was better than Young M.A.'s album. Let's put it that way. It was that. I give it that. So that is something... <laughs> Anyway, that's I my, feel that's like everyone's idea. silent because the disrespect is so high. No, but... I mean, disrespect, just keeping it okay. real, isn't it? And the thing is, like I said, yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have my caveats about, about things that are beyond him. So, for example, auto tune, that's not for me. But nowadays, some people use auto tune and people love that sound. So, again, that's a me thing. That's not necessarily about a quality of his work thing. So, yeah. What is, um, what is your, is that everyone reviews? That is, yeah. isn't it? All right, so I'm gonna go out there and say I think it was a two S, and that's, that's the ball rolling. What do you guys think? I'm gonna give it a four. Early, you're gonna give it a five. Nah, it's a four for me as well. Manny, um, I'll give this one a four because it's a good, it's it's a good album. That doesn't go with what you actually said though. But okay, I, I know, but I think I, re- I, I explain it like it's not. He's not like one of the best, but it, you don't really get like dance albums really these days, do you? That that's doesn't. That's not a reason to give it a four. Okay, I have nothing to compare against. Right. Let me give you some other reasons why it's a four. I feel okay, like on this album, there was like a track that was four minutes. Right, there was actually music there. There was like a track that was, I think, the lowest was like three minutes, two minutes forty something, and everything was above was above that. Mm. So he actually took time and put some craftsmanship into this work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think um, Young, Young May probably took time and put some craftsmanship into her work as well. It just no, came I don't think shit. she did. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think she did. And there was like twenty four songs on this album. So there yeah, was a lot of songs I, as well. I, I, yeah. I, I feel know. like I feel like I haven't given it that s- listen in the place where I want to listen to it. Like I, I want to listen to it this is whilst I'm in the gym. Or no, it's it like where I can get that ten percent in a rave. It needs to be in a party or a rave or, like, or at least outside. No, no, I can listen to this party. music in a like I can get the vibes in like in a the gym. gym. Yeah, because this oh. kind of tune will give me like my ten percent. Is it because you're signed by hot sweaty men? 
No, that would be your fantasy. <laughs> but I think you're the one that wants like... to you're the one that wants this to music to grind on people to in the gym. But okay. Only 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 you wanna get grinded on. That's why you're on grinder. <laughs> 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 yeah. This is coming out today. Only fans uh, grinder, what next? Yeah. Hey, that's that's Manny's talking his fantasies into into existence. Oh, wait, I'm sure you speak <laughs> to a lot of people and make their fantasies come true on OnlyFans. Anyway, so what were we saying? <laughs> you are really doubt you though. Oh my god. <laughs> what were we saying? Um, yeah, you're saying, you're I'm going to give it a four. four. You're saying it's an yeah. excellent album. I'm like, I, mean, I think it is. I think it has legs. I just need to listen to it again, and I won't. I know I won't you be disappointed. Did I give Black that. Coffee a four? You yeah, said you're giving it a four, but you might come back and give it a five after living with it for a bit. Black longer. Coffee's album was excellent, yeah. by the way. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, I think I need another week with Black Coffee as well before I, I, I change my mind. But anyway, enough about me. Who's next? Ali. I think that was it. Oli gave, oh, gave, gave it a four, right? didn't he? Yeah, I gave it a four, yeah. So on average, yeah. this album is a four. Yeah. You guys are all tapped. Not you, more really, because I know you just like dance all the way, so you'd always. Be like, you know, you'd always give it a bit more, give it a little boost. I mean, I'm biased again, are we? Um, if I'm going to be biased, let's talk about Queen Naja. Because, <laughs> um, is it Naja or Naja? Naja, oh, I've been calling it Naja, I've been calling her sorry, Naja as well. It's definitely Naja. How do you do you think she's going to call herself Queen Naja? Yeah, Knowing Nigerian. that Nigerians will come for her head. Is she not Nigerian? Could... I thought she was just light-skinned. American, isn't it? African-American. Yeah. But she could be like Nigerian. Alright, so Queen? It's Niger. It is Niger. Is it? Yeah. Um, if you play the intro, it's, like, it's the first thing that's said. Alright, cool. Queen Niger. She just feels really weird saying. Um... Manny, do you want to give up your review? Because <laughs> are you up? Are you put off because it's like Niger, Queen Niger. Um, that's, that's immediately taking yeah, a five. Yeah, that's it. It's removed the, the, She's oh, going to get no. a five, get a three now. <laughs> I'm the Queen Niger. Come, oh, yeah. <laughs> um... So, misunderstood still. Um, yeah, I thought this was... Can I say? Can I speak? Just drop uh, it. Say it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, a sure, it's like a sure. it's a um, deluxe version, basically, of the album that she released last year. So that's why it's called Misunderstood. Still, right? Like, I did think that, but then I looked, I, I compared them, and it didn't, it didn't feel as though. Like that's my understanding. I'm gonna be wrong, but I thought that's what it I was. Think you sh- no, I think you've misunderstood. Um, yeah, no, that's right. Up. Is he right? I read yeah. the artwork yeah. on Apple Music and um, she was saying that this is more of an expression of herself and she was able to add more of herself and exp- like be more transparent on this album. Right. Yeah, so, so that's, that's the extra seven or whatever tracks or eight tracks. Okay. But the original um, came out on 30th October 2020 and it's just misunderstood. And then there's the Queen edition or Queen TV that came out 2020. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. This is R and B for the for the hood R and B. I like to call it. It's that R and B that you know isn't 
palpable to the mainstream. It's more targeted, if that makes sense. Like, uh, I felt like some of the stuff she was speaking and saying, like, I could relate to, I could understand. And some of the things she was singing about, I couldn't relate to, but equally I was enjoying her singing, singing, singing about it. I think she was talking about relationship issues. She was talking about, like, self-care, talking about how she cater for her man and... It sounds so weird for me to say it. There was a track with Ari Lennox. I had to sit up for a second. I was like, God damn, this is some some saucy shit. I was I was not ready for the level of sauce in, in this uh, this album. But that way, it was uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Can I ask um, you like, many questions? Yeah, so did you just say that this is a proper R and B album? At the beginning, is that what you said? That it's not one for the masses, it's a proper R&B. As in, I didn't say it was like a proper R&B. I just said it was, it's not like a mainstream R&B effort. No, I, 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 I appreciate you, you saying get... that. I appreciate you saying that because like, I feel like nowadays a lot of um, R&B tracks are not even R&B. And yeah. I was going to point out as well, for example, Doja Cat won Best um, R&B Female Artist, something like that. Last week, what? Oh, no, this week, yeah, she won it the same day that Drake won his. So we didn't mention this, did we? Drake won the artist of the decade. Doja Cat won best R and B art, best R and B female artist, and I think to myself, she doesn't even make R and B music. Yeah, but um, and Janet Eichel was in the, was up for the running as well, and she didn't get it. And I thought to myself, what the hell? How Janet Eichel not going to get it, but Doja Cat does. But anyway, I thought Doja Cat made dance. That's what I'm saying, dance, pop, whatever, but not R and B. Anyway, so my point is that I completely agree with what you're saying. This is a proper R&B album, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish now. Can we talk yeah. about that afterwards as well, yeah? That stupid thing that Drake tried to do with his son, yeah? <laughs> okay, we can do that. Okay, yeah, we'll I do can feel the victory. I was like, come right, on. I'm going to quickly wrap this up. I thought the features on this um, album were really, really good. Everyone bought their A game. My favourite track on, on this album was Dream. Um, featuring Lucky Day, that and um, followed by um, the Ari Lennox track. God damn, that's a, oh, that's a saucy one, that one. Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? Um, I'll go. Next. I'll go. Oh, go on then. Go on then. Go on then. So, um, sorry. Um, I actually really enjoyed this. Um. Pretty much what Manny said. It felt like a breath of fresh air. Um, it's been a while since I heard an R&B album like this. I don't think she has the most amazing voice. That being said... Not better than George, No, nah, not nowhere near close. That being said, though, she makes good music and her voice is nice enough to take you on a journey of her songs. I felt like she was talking about important stuff um i like the intro where it was just basically everyone going at her when this was my first time listening to misunderstood it felt kind of weird because like wow these people have been overly harsh for someone who's actually a really good singer and then i don't know i just felt like it was kind of good to have that even though it wasn't intentional just have it sandwiched in so it's like good content for like the first eight tracks then you get this intro where it's just everyone going at her i just thought it was better in that format as opposed to starting off that way and her like shushing her haters 
Um, but yeah, like it's just it's really good. Um, the only thing I would say is that she did kind of repeat some of the same subject matter. Not that it's a negative thing. Um, maybe she had a bit of writer's block, but it's good. Beats good. Makes sense good. Vocally, she's okay. Like, there's nothing I was left wanting for on this album. I liked it. Agreed. Um, I appreciated the body of work. Now that I understand it's a deluxe version, um, my favourite song will be still from the old album or the previous um, release. But what I did like outside of the music was the artwork on the um, album cover and how it was misunderstood still. And in the misunderstood, she looked a lot younger, a little bit more immature. And um, the misunderstood still, the artwork was definitely like more mature, essentially. Um, I just really liked it, to be honest with you. But I would say um, the vibe was amazing, but I would say some of it sounded familiar. So it sounded like similar to other songs, but the vibe again was amazing. So I loved it. I took the morning and afternoon to listen to it twice. Um, so yeah, I loved it. <laughs> was you in your feels? Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to give. I'm trying to connect more with nature and my feelings in it. So <laughs> I was just like, yes, say it with your chair. Say what you mean. Like, come on, boo. So I just found that I've had experiences. Huh. I respect it. You got to be yeah. real, and when the music connects with you, then you have to. I wasn't crying it. or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, "Girl, yeah, I felt the same way too. Like, why didn't mm-hmm. he just talk with his chest? If he wanted yeah. me, why didn't he say so? Like, why is he know, girl. Like a little girl? Yeah, you know. Mm. So, <laughs> for some reason, I was picturing like Issa Rae and um, her character from. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, it was really good. I'm definitely gonna rate it a four and a half. No halves. <laughs> four. Uh so you think that this is as good as Alkali's album? I think it's a different type of four. Do you think it was as good as Alkali's album? The way I enjoyed it, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think I'm the last one to review. I think it I think Queen I just dope like so she's like a really, really big YouTube star, right? Who can sing. And I first heard about her because of my niece. My niece is like one of those, like, the YouTube generation people, in it? That just spend their whole day on YouTube and shit. And I was like, oh, who's this woman? Like, she's singing in a, in a vlog, whatever. And I thought she was really good. She's like, oh, she's Queen Niger. So I've done some of her stuff. And she was really dope. So anyway, back to this album. I just think to myself that, she can sing and she's got some songs like other good singers like Ari, Len- Ari Lennox for example and um, who's, um, Keanu Lede is on it as well and she can hold a note but I don't think she's the greatest singer ever but she can definitely sing and as Manny said this is a proper R&B album like it's not pop music or any of that shit and throughout it's just good quality all the features, they come and they do their thing. Wale's on there, Russ is on there, um, Jaquees is on there, Mulatto's on there, or was it? So, I say her name's like Big Lotto, though, and I don't know. Anyway, I just think to myself, I don't know what it was, what was lacking about the album, but it's it just lacked a certain je ne sais quoi. And I think it was because it wasn't very cohesive. Like, the beats weren't 
really flowing well into each other from song to song. Although I did get the the theme was in there, which I did like, was a clear theme. Um, but yeah, it 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 wasn't a classic for me. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. Anyway, what's my favorite song? Um, do you know why I feel like when you say a classic, do you mean like an R and B classic, like like say uh, Usher's Confessions? It's like it's it's nowhere near that. I feel like it's a different classic kind of vibe, though. I feel like I can listen to this being a schoolgirl, and me and my girls be like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Like, and know this song, like being thirty years old, or know this album, Mm. like thirty years, like at thirty years old, because of the memories we had when we were fifteen listening to it. Does that make sense? I can hear that, but then you could probably say the same about, um, like a Spice Girls. Let's not do that. (laughs) <laughs> it's true though you could like no but no it's different it's just like you know that song um oh sugar what's it called again and anyway it doesn't matter but it, it's not like it's just like when as a girl when you start feeling things and going through experiences with boys and heartbreak and all that kind of stuff and you're hearing that at 15 this is definitely a nostalgia definitely a classic where a 15-year-old girl will still, like, listen to this with her 30-year-old friends and be like, oh, my gosh, remember, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like Usher's Confessions, it's a, it was just another quality of music. Like, the quality was, like, uh, epic. Uh, and Usher's, Usher's Confessions had me feeling sorry for cheating on, on, on what you call it, on that girl, I forgot her name now, Chili? Yeah. Yeah, I felt sorry for cheating on Chili. These times, I didn't have a girlfriend yet, so... <laughs> I don't know what I was really, really sorry for. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but I felt sorry for for cheating on Chili when he when he took the phone call in the studio. Oh yeah, like, before yeah, confession. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh my god, what did I do? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's to me, it was just like different levels. Then, then to find out later on, it wasn't even Usher. That is even crazier. Say what? <laughs> wait, what? Wait, wait, what was it, Usher? It was that album wasn't about Usher. That album was about um Jermaine Dupri. Jermaine Dupree was cheating on um, Janet Jackson, isn't it? Put down everything. No. Yeah. So but it was he... about Chili. No, it wasn't. It was all about um, Janet Jackson and Jermaine Dupree and Jermaine Dupree cheating on her. And he was the one that was writing the songs, isn't it? So... Yeah, yeah, he wrote the album. Yeah. Okay, so Superstar makes sense now. Yep. Listen. Crazy. Because I was thinking, all the... yeah, no, Chili was still up there, though, to be fair, but not Janet level. Yeah, Chili was like, because Chili was still at that time riding off the TLC fame. Like, she yeah. didn't really grow it anymore. And I'm very surprised that she wasn't even able to, like, you know, turn around a successful career off the back of that, because she was so pretty. And, you know, just being famous and pretty at the time was enough. But, yeah. Anyway, back to the um review. I, I really like, quite like the song Five Seconds of Jaquise. I quite liked um, Lie to Me with Lord Dirk as well. Um. Butterflies with Wale and I'm Her with Kiana Lade. Um, all great songs. Lede, that Wale just... song's a good song as well, actually. I yeah. really like that. I knew you'd like that one. Really good. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, so it's a really solid album. So for it to be 25 tracks and for me not to really want to actually skip any, that says a lot, to be honest with you. I didn't even realise that until just now, to be honest with you, that it was so long. So... That is something to actually commend it for. But I still don't think it's a classic. 
or anything crazy. I say classic ish. Nah, nah, uh, it's it's not it's not classic ish. It's just really really good. It's a good album. So anyway, classic. Uh, there's right, so many classic R and B albums. Like it's it's really hard for it to break up. And like, there's nothing there that is classic caliber. Yeah, it's just okay. like all. It's a bunch of just like good average, average to good songs, and. And then I'm like, oh my god, this is a banger! If you, if you talk about classic albums, right? You talk about like Mariah Carey's one when she came back. What was that one called again? Um, Emancipation of Mimi. Like Emancipation of yeah, that one was crazy. Like every single track of the single that banged at Still a time before before streaming. Obviously nowadays every song on your albums is, is a single now, right? But that one there was like she was releasing them as singles, and they were all going crazy. Like it was mad. That song, that album, crazy. Yeah, that album was, do you know what it's not it's not a classic i hear that it's a a really good album and yeah. good for nostalgia it's, it's, i felt like a teenage girl again that's what yeah. I, loved it. I, I felt like i felt like a 32 year old man i think that's what i think that's where there's a difference obviously this is more catered to females so it's going to resonate with you more it's going to have a bigger and, and, and i do hear that i do hear that but like i was saying before Mariah Carey did that album and i know Mariah Carey's a different level of artist but that shit resonated with me and did like, Jermaine Dupree? Then. Did Jermaine Dupree write that as well? He may well have, you know, because I know that he was. He, he was close. writing for um. He was writing for Mariah for a little bit, wasn't he? Yup. Jermaine Dupree yeah, deserves his flowers, you know. He, he's a crazy legendary. Do you know? Artist. Do you know who we don't talk about? The Dream. The Dream. I think he kind of gets it to a certain extent, but I think he, he's still a lot younger than Jermaine Dupree as well. Got to remember that. Yeah, well, he has a couple really good albums. He himself does, and also he wrote for everyone. Everyone, yeah. everyone that big, he wrote for them. But anyway, yeah, that's my review for um, Queen Niger with a fat ass. And um, I think it's like objectifying women. Go on. She objectified herself when she when she sat on the doctor's surgeon's table and got her ass pumped up with whatever she pumped up with. <laughs> anyway. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, I'm torn. I don't know if it's a three or a four. Just go I think I think four the fact. Four. Relax, please. Relax. The fact that it's twenty five tracks and I didn't want to skip it, skip any. I'm going to say it's a four because I think that is actually very difficult to do for anyone. So yeah, that is that is actually pretty good. So I give it a four, but I'm going to say it's a low four. Anyway, what are you guys saying? Four, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, four for me as well. Manny, go on, say two. No, no way. Um, <laughs> yeah, four for me as well. Oh, yeah, and this was seen. probably my favourite um, project of the week. Oh, yes, it is for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I really liked Queen Niger, um, Alkaline definitely, and I really liked YG. So. Niger first, Alkaline second, YG third. The rest, don't know about them. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, quick question. Was definitely quick, quick question. Did, did any of you listen to um, Nicki Minaj's album a lot in the past week? What are you trying uh, to get? That's a question. Yeah. This is a question. You did. You listened to Which one did you listen to? In the last week. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. Okay, cool. What about you, Manny? I haven't listened to Nicki Minaj in the last week. Okay, just, just, just checking. 
Anyway, um, what did you want to say about Draken and and the boy who was kept from the world? Sorry. Yeah, I just didn't like that. World, I, was shit, whatever it was, I didn't like what he just did. I just saw the little clip where he lifted him up and he started crying. Um, I just felt like he was just doing a bit too much. Because the child is huge. Why are you even trying to carry the child to the mic? Um, I'm confused. Drake's not a little man, you know. He's like, he's quite tall and quite built. Yeah, but the child is huge. The child is not three. Okay. That so child is huge. You're upset because of the fact that Drake lifted up his son. I feel like as a parent, right, you just know what, like, he hid his child from the world, which obviously I can understand the child being hid from the world. No, he didn't hide his but, kids from the world. He hid the world from the kids. Please, I beg. <laughs> <laughs> like, I 100% get that, right? Because obviously people are sick, whatever. Yeah. But I just felt like you could just say... I don't. I don't know what did he pick up. He pick him up to for him to talk into the mic. Yeah, he did. What, what? To say hello. Blue I Ivy does that stuff. Yeah, but Blue Ivy's Blue Ivy. She's never been hid from the world. Mm. Yeah, but he's trying to. He's, this is the reintroduction of of um, Adonis Graham. Yeah, so like, I can see Beyonce saying, "Blue, I do this all for you," but Blue is not on the stage and she's not trying to pick up Blue, right? Blue is literally down. always there. She's at the award yeah, ceremonies. She's at everything. No. She is, she on the stage. is she on the but stage she... or is she in the seats? She would go up on the stage of her mum if her mum wants her to be there, innit? Yeah, but, but it's like... There's other kids that go up on the stage. I don't understand. No, but you're not getting dad, it. The like, dad has picked other... up an artist of the decade just, award, you know. He, he just forced it. Like, just, he just, it was just Okay, can forced. I ask you a question? Can I, can I say, I'm going to tell you a little anecdotal story right, about this one. So when I was like, I think I would have been two years old. My parents got married, right? Mm. And I'm not in any pictures at the wedding. I'm not in, I was at the wedding. I had a little suit and shit. I'm not in any pictures because you know what? I was two years old and I decided that I wanted to go and run around and do all the other shit. Now, when I'm in my in my adult years, I think to my, I said to my parents, why did you not just go and grab me and just get me in some of the pictures? Because... It would have been nice to be to look back and say, look, that's Matt at the wedding, you know, of his parents. And I'm there. Like, my sister's in the pictures. My cousins are in the pictures. I'm not. Was I not there? What was going I'm on with me? So he said he he, with, his, with his son, for artists of the decade, he's saying he wanted his son to be there on the stage with him. And when, his son, felt, and when his son felt a bit like um, awkward or whatever, shy because of all these people that he didn't know shouting or whatever in front of him, and he felt a bit scared, he picked his son up. I'll no, he didn't. Him. He picked his son up to put to say something in front of the mic, and then he burst out crying. There's nothing wrong with bringing your child onto the stage. I have no issue with that. What you're supposed to do is say, "Honey, do you want to say hello to everybody?" And then the child says yes or no. That's where I would say the the picking it up situation was just a force for me, and I was just thinking, why the hell would you do that? So that is literally your issue, like him forcing yeah, just this, forcing this difficult moment on this child. Yeah, that's how I saw option. it. But the I just joke think is, was... yeah, that's gonna make a donut man. It's gonna make him. He's gonna, he's gonna make a rap song about this in twenty years' time about my dad lifting me up on the stage for artists of the decade. And it's gonna oh, be a he's gonna it's end up like it's, it's gonna be a diss track. It's gonna be a diss track to someone else. It's gonna be like your dad that even is even an artist. It's gonna be this, a diss to Saint West. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> you gonna, like gonna be. No, so, but do you know what? Yeah, for someone who was like so against his son getting out and stuff. And then keeping his son away from the cameras for like a year until he hit one or something. It, it does feel like it's um 
It's just a I don't, I, I, yeah, you know, yeah, I feel like it's a type of marketing. He's the, no, no, no. If what happened as well with it, yeah, how he, how his son's existence even came out, yeah. Pusha T forced it out, yeah. That's the first bit, and the other bit is that because of the way his son looks, I think it would have just raised a lot of question marks on people, and it just wasn't being worth all the drama at the time because his son nah, with the blonde hair, blue eyes, Listen. stuff like that. It's this a, is exactly a, like his mum. As a parent, but he doesn't like Drake, does it? So no, Drake's mum, Drake's mum, this is exactly I know like that, mom. but it doesn't look like Drake. It's not it, it's he. Can we have some respect? So, yeah, he. Come on. My point is that I can understand why he did what he did, and I probably would have done the same, but now that he's. Well, picked up your child there, and forced your child to talk on the mic. He didn't force the child to talk on the mic, bloody yes, hell. Yeah, the child started crying, so then he had to put him down. Yeah, you, no, that, that that is forced. I need to, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, I need to watch this clip again because you're making it sound a lot worse than what I saw. When I saw the video clip, I didn't think to myself, "Oh my god, Jake, why would you do that?" I just thought to myself, "Oh, that's cute. The kids have a little little quiet. Like kids do that. It's not a biggie." Do you, no. do you think Drake just wants to have like a DJ Khaled kind of Assad kids? No, like, I don't think so. See how Assad is like gonna be like a rapper or a producer when he grows up. But, no, but I don't think that. There's, there's another one, wasn't there? Isn't you got another kid as well? Yeah, that's why yeah. his name is Khaled. Khaled, isn't it? Yeah. There's two kids. I don't even know when that one came along, you know. Just like, boom, because it's another child now. The, the new know. one's... Um, it's not new, new, but it's new, isn't it? Oh, how do you define new? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like two, I think. It, oh, like sorry, he. It. <laughs> 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 Don't throw stones. <laughs> He's oh like my god! I can't remember his name though. Let's I don't know. Anyway, big up Drake in it. Artist of the decade. His numbers are crazy, and he yeah, deserves it. Man. And, and to, be honest with you, to be honest he with you, right? When did his reign really start? Like two thousand eight? No, before that, surely. I would no, say first year uni for us. No, it was in What's college. So, so so far gone came out in college. So yeah, that actually, yeah, like, yeah, that was like 2008, 2009. Yeah, the, so, 2008, so, the first year uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, two, yeah. so it's a decade does make sense, and he, does, he definitely deserves it. He did really well, because he's, con- he's constantly, constantly, constantly delivered. Yeah, and it's only then, now, so. in this uh, new decade, that it's like his, 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 his state, is, it looks like it might be faltering. But I don't think we've ever we've never seen a run like that before. Like the, the biggest ones before that would be like someone like Lil Wayne. I'd say Eminem. Yeah, I was gonna say Eminem. Um, Eminem, Eminem was Eminem, Eminem, for, Eminem, for ages. But I, yeah, Eminem was huge. His numbers are huge as well. But I don't think he was universally loved the way Drake was though. Mm. No, he but, wasn't universally loved because everything you were saying was controversial. But yeah, he had universal fandom. I guess. I never oh, forget when I was first introduced to. <laughs> To Drake, I think one of my mates, his name's Rick, uh, from South London. Basically, we was on the block smoking weed, and then those days you used to have like the phones where you'd play it, where you'd play um the music off the phone, music out loud, right? So yeah. Rick's on the bus walking and down, off. and he was just like he was playing. I'm was it? I'm so fly. Big tune, big tune. Yeah, that was the first song that I was introduced to Drake by. By, and that song was such a banger as well. Yeah, so I think yeah. for me, my friend, I think it was my friend Tani actually told me about Jake first, I believe. Yeah, same then, Tani told me as well. And then I just said, like, the So Far Gone mixtape, and then I was like, this is crazy, sick. And then 
I went and downloaded the one before that comeback season, and that was hard as well. Um, and then that's like, yeah. Then, uh, then at that point, that's when Drake started to do like the remixes. I think yeah, the Young Money album came out, and then you had like um, all that little loose tracks he would release as well. His his run was just crazy because I can always say with Drake, you could look at his album and quality and judge him on that. But he has so many singles that just got released separately and were complete yeah. bangers. That that's what puts them not just the others. singles, but also the features. There's and sometimes the features. like the features where like his little part just dominates the whole song. What's your lot's favorite feature? Because I think it has to be Jake and Nicki Minaj up all night. What's the question? Look, no. that's the question. That is a question for next week's pod because I need to go and look at it because I can't. I don't want to give an answer now and like forget other ones, right? I'm yeah, gonna, I know, I know what my it's, answer it's, is. It's got to be something with Rick Ross, though. One of the tracks with Ross, like Aston Martin, like that. My one is J Cole and Drake. What's that? Oh, in the morning. In the morning. Oh my god! Oh, I like that song. Yeah. yeah. Then, what, what about what about what about the Jodeci freestyle? That's crazy as well. Like yeah. that's again, J Cole and, and Drake again. That's a crazy one. But anyway, look, what was I going to say? Question for next week. Here's a question for this. Yeah, let me let me um get it together and I'm pretty sure that also, I'll, I'll um, Oh, right above it. Lil Wayne featuring Drake, right above it. The other thing that I wanted to say is with Drake, the um the time and location songs. So like five AM in Toronto, crazy. Yeah, was it one of them like something Calabasas? Isn't that four AM in Calabasas? Yeah, it's like it's, like, it's crazy. I need to do more of them. You need to drop you need to drop one of them before the album comes out. There's um Chicago three stars pretty sick as well. You need to do one in London. I want to hear twelve PM in London. So I want to hear both. And uh, should one AM in London. Should we do this then? Um, if next he did anything London, you know they're coming. Fu- like these London people come and rip him. Why is he begging to be British? I don't get it. You know, I always say he's putting on people. Like imagine having Heady One on this track here. People, there's so many people in America that would never have heard of Heady One, and mm. because of the fact Jake done some of him now that fan base is now learning about a new artist. But one thing I'm very surprised about is the fact that actually I'll, I'll get it now maybe. But I always wondered why Drake and Stormzy never did a song together. But looking at Drake's like track record, I reckon Drake probably tried to move to my jammer at some point. Because he loves that look. That's wow. his look. Dark hair, <laughs> off-white skin. That's his look. And he, he loves white people that. in relationships. <laughs> and that too. Wow. But that, that Persian look, though, even though my jam is not that, that Persian look is what Ugandan, he loves. Right? She's now she's half Somalian, half Swedish. So, oh, mad. And, and then his other girl, the, his baby mom. Oh, I'm sorry, I have to just interrupt you. Oh, did you say yeah. off-white look? And I said I said that's the wrong word. I did say that. That's what the, wrong. the hell are you talking about, bro? What is, is Persian look. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, it's like light, 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 light melanin. Like it's light amount of melanin, okay? Olive. olive skin, there you go. But it's like, it's not white, but it's not black either, is it? It's like really, really... It's mixed race. Yeah, it definitely is. It's mixed not race. just mixed race, is it? Because Kim Kardashian ain't mixed race. It's that colour where it's really, olive. really light. Yes, yeah, olive, olive skin. Olive, like, olive, olive skin. Mediterranean. Olive Just skin is that. the right term. Yeah. I said, I said, I said, my bad. Okay. All right. My bad. Olive skinned. It's not mixed race, though. That's what I'm saying. Not, that's not what it is. Okay. And <laughs> on that right. bombshell. Guys, yeah, we're over two hours. Just I literally was looking at the time and thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but 
I do want to say DJ Khaled's kid is called Assad and Amal. Amal. Nice man. Like cool. Um, Alana, follow us. Sorry. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A A L A M. Alam. Or Alam. Okay. <laughs> or that. All right. Cool. Sorry. Sorry, Manny. Sorry. 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 Uh, thank you, thank you. Sorry, uh, I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> uh, cool. Follow us on Instagram. Social socials. That's a lot of fun. I'm on mute. I'm on mute. I'm on mute. Sorry, go on. Sorry. We're gonna sit in silence now. Fuck it. I think. Okay, cool. I'm gonna fake that. Um. Follow us on Instagram. It's all underscore. Follow us on Twitter. It's all underscore. And you follow me, man, yet on Twitter, um, Matt. What's your socials? Uh, my socials are um, at Mr. Matty Lee for Twitter, at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee for Instagram, and at All Skin Colors Matter in general because I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even read anything when I said that. I just couldn't formulate the better words, but yeah. It, like I said, it is what it is, isn't it? So fuck it, I said it all. Go on. Okay, I'm not sure what that was supposed to mean, but my social media, um, Instagram, it's Morvia underscore Lee, and my Twitter is Morva Lee, or you can catch me on my more personal private pe- um, page, which is Tinu, T-I-N-U-X-O. Wait, um, another page again? What? It's private, it's personal. This time, it's personal. Because it's private, Matt, and it's personal. But now you know it, you can follow it. No, I'm not following it. It's just to add me. <laughs> anyway, um, go ahead, dear heart. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at OCClock underscore 10, and if you want my private and personal one, it's <laughs> Mr. Hyphen OC10. <laughs> Do you tweet on that one, yeah? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> like my, most, <laughs> my most sensitive ideas the, the, and the, thoughts. The funniest thing is, yeah, some people are going to follow it thinking it's real. I just mean, nobody there. Like, fucking hell. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Thank you for joining. Peace. Bye. Take care, be safe. Bye. The Air Source Podcast.